YouTube, let's go. All right, yeah, we're going live. Hello, everyone. What's going on? You go ahead. You do it. It's, no, it's your channel, man. How you guys doing? No, it's good? your jam, bro. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, um, if you guys don't know me, my name is Alex. I got a uh, cryptocurrency YouTube. I educate people in this space, as many people as I possibly can. Now, just to be clear, I am a profit maximalist. So anywhere, wherever there's money, that's where I go, okay? Um, so I, I don't know. What's up? What's up, Richard Hart? Are we talking about puppies today or what's up? I'm just like, all these people cry and they're like, don't put this in your title. Don't put this in your title. Because I've been banned four times off YouTube. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've been unbanned four times. So now I'm just going to start treating like science. I'm like, all right, we ain't going to put no interesting keywords nowhere. No description, no title. If I still catch a ban anyway, well then, there's something else, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you're just testing stuff. I mean, people watch it anyways, right? Um, do I don't know, watching? actually. It's a good question. I mean, if they're if they're funneling me traffic from general search for keywords that are in the title, then this video should perform poorly compared to normal, and I'll have data when when we're done with it. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to get started now? You want to wait? Oh, I'm ready. Fired up. All right, guys. So I do want to ask Richard some questions. I don't know if you've gotten them before. You have a lot of videos, uh, but I've yeah, I mean. Question. Yeah, yeah, you probably gotten every question by now. Uh, let me just pull up my notes really quickly. While he's pulling up notes, check out this fire Dolce Gabbana full outfit here with the eyes right where my boobs go. That's a great, great placement. And the watches to match. Go ahead, look at those. Ooh, that's a million dollars of watches right there. Ooh, you like it? Same watch twice, different band. Lol. <clears throat> These are called uh, Rolex Tigers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you think you're going to appreciate a value? Mm, I don't know, man. Depends on interest rates. So the Fed raises interest rates, the stock market will dump, and then everything else should dump too. Real estate should dump, watches should dump. But uh, we'll see. I mean, I didn't scroll back to like see what happened in 2008, 2009 with watches. So, I mean, so you, got, like, you got a strategy with watches or are you just kind of getting them? Well, I mean, my thing is like, I have a unique position as an influencer to like maybe on-ramp users to stuff that I like. So, you know, if I get a Ferrari for 300 grand and I lose 50 grand a year of money or value in it, is it likely that I'm going to get 50 grand a year worth of quote followers? Well, for me, probably, I mean, I've got 200,000 on Twitter now and like 130 on YouTube. And so like, getting real followers that have disposable income to like the same stuff you like longevity research, uh, you know, the political beliefs that I have freedom of movement, freedom of speech, you know, it's valuable. So I have a unique position that I could waste money and, and, and then like it's, it's binary. So if you, if you waste a little bit of money, you don't really stand out enough, but if you raise a retarded amount of money, well then you, you carve out a niche, so like, I'll be able to say, once I, these new watches arrive, I'll be able to say, I own the most expensive watches Rolex has ever sold, period. So I've got some pieces that are the most expensive ones they've ever sold. I'm able to say, I've got the quickest Ferrari they've ever sold, thousand horsepower. Um, I'm able to say like, I've got these, these new bracelets in white gold, yellow gold, rose gold. They don't make them in any other color. And so because I'm able to like, and I own the world's largest diamond. So I have this like 
opportunity that I've pushed so far into money wasting that it costs me just a little bit extra to be able to say like these large statements that I don't have to stick a bunch of qualifiers in front of. So like if you were, if you were to like collect antique Rolexes, well, good luck trying to explain to someone why that's cool, you know, or like, Oh, you know it. So if you want to succinctly brag to people and get them to register that you're notable for stuff, then the parameters of the stuff that you purchase, they matter. Right. So like if it's not covered monogram, I won't usually buy it because that's me helping stupid people that have no fashion sense understand they should like the stuff. If we lived in a different world where it was, you know, too nouveau riche to cover yourself in a monogram and everyone respected something else, I would just do something else. Like I have the ability to, to rotate into different sexy stereotypes, so to speak. So, <clears throat> I mean, and then, and then you also reach the point where like, what use is money? Really, what use is it? Like I'm broadcasting from the same place I've been in for forever. So apparently it didn't upgrade my living conditions. I have the best computer you can buy. I have the best speakers you can buy. I, you know, like, so when you have more money than imaginable, you can like, unless you buy stupid stuff, what else really can you do it? Oh, support charity. I do. I raised 27 million for charity, 27.5. If we're going to be specific about it. And I don't plan to like stop doing those things. Like I plan to get more political. I plan to, you know, maybe launch my own country five years out perhaps. Right. Like I've, I've got, <laughs> there's a lot of steps along that way. So, so for me, like buying this expensive crap, it's, it's not really for the ROI. You're never going to outperform crypto ROI. It's just kind of like, what use is ROI? Once you're at that level, you're like, well, what, what use is money? So, yeah, it's a good answer. So it's like social currency, right? I mean, if you think about like, it's proof of work, like the biggest people like rappers, that's, that's what they do, right? Yeah. I mean, rappers kind of, they kind of do it wrong because most of the stuff they buy looks like trash. So like it, if you look at their, their like pieces that they get, yes, they are all, all entirely covered in diamonds, but they're usually like ugly shape, ugly theme. Like they're just, so they're kind of, if they had just tweaked it 20%, left maybe 20% bare metal somewhere so you could see some contrast, then it would be great. But you know, these are, these are artist, artistic things. Like I think if you took like a normal rapper's kind of chain that he custom built for himself and miniaturized it and trying to sell it to kids, they would pick other stuff over it just because it doesn't look that good on its own. And like the only thing you could say is good about a lot of these custom pieces they make is they're covered in diamonds, but without the diamonds, there's nothing notable there. They're just bad shapes. So there's, there's an art to getting something that's a good shape, so to speak. So yeah, I mean like with the luxury good stuff, at some point I need to like do a watch video and hit the keywords and hit the model numbers on there for, so that people can search them. And then maybe those people will be interested because like there's some girl named Supercar Blondie. She has like car vids. She did a video yeah. on like her $2 million watch collection. I'm like, okay, well I have like an $8 million watch collection. So I might as well do a video, you know? Um, but you just gotta get, you gotta, you gotta get around to it. And there's other stuff I'm supposed to do. So like right now getting pulse chain mainnet is more important than, anything else, which is why you don't see me doing any interviews much or, you know, I, I, I'm pretty much just focused on that. Yeah. I appreciate you having me, man. So do you have any updates for Pulse Chain? You want to kind of, uh, let everybody well, know we about? found, <clears throat> I mean, it's like some events aren't firing in the node. So we have to like reorganize some of the code in the node so that, uh, slashing events and some other events fire properly. 
So if you track the get the, uh, I'll, I'll probably let people know when that's done. Um, we just discovered that like a week ago. And then we pulled uh, two extra devs onto getting a sacrifice totals done because it's like tracking that events have occurred on chain. That's easy because there's an immutable record on chain. Tracking the prices, not as easy because there's not an immutable record on chain of price data. So it, and then depending on what price feed you use, sometimes the feeds change what they said the price was. And you're like, hey, wait a second. So now what we have to keep our own local logs to catch when the API is being stupid. And it's just, you run into these little problems and they're fine, but you have to work through them. So we've got now about five guys, 4.5 guys, I'd call it, working on SAC totals. Um, one guy working on Node, maybe two, but they're working on different parts of it. And then, you know, other stuff is just done enough for now. So like the Block Explorer is done enough, Bridge is fine, Pulsex seems fine. Um, yeah, you know, I, I hear people always crying, when mainnet, when mainnet, when mainnet? And you're like, well, have you tested the testnet yet? Like, have you got your yeah. game plan figured out? Do you know what you're going to stake where? Are you going to stake PulseX in PulseX? Are you going to stake Pulse in Pulse? Are you going to stake Pulse in PulseX? Are you going to stake Hex on the Ethereum chain bridged in with your Hex on the Pulse chain? I don't think anybody knows what they're actually going to do, but they're just like, when mainnet, when mainnet, sir, please mainnet. And you're like, chill, 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 chill. And then other people, <laughs> people like Richard, the hackers are abusing us waiting for mainnet. You're like, bro, explain to me how getting to mainnet quicker stops you from giving away your private keys. When you give away your private keys, you're going to get just as hacked regardless. I mean, actually you have hope getting hacked before mainnet because you could race the hackers to your coins and hope that you move them before they do when mainnet launches. And you're just like, save us, sir. No, stop giving your keys away, man. Like I can't, these people that do stupid stuff, I could save some of them, right? Like, oh, you sacrifice for Pulse Chain instead of Pulse X. All right, I will just redirect those. Fine. Idiots. Oh, uh, you know, it's another one I hear all the time. There's some other one I could save people on. <clears throat> but then other ones I just can't. Like, you sacrificed an EVM chain directly from Exchange. I can't fix that. Like, you're bad, dude. And then, the, then the, even even if I could fix something, which I think I fixed all the things I can, but even and it's irritating because people don't see that because like we publish iterations of how the sacrifice totals are going. We have a sacrifice balance checker, which is an app we built just so people could see what their balances are and submit reports and stuff. And so that I think the latest iteration doesn't save all the people that sacrifice stuff they shouldn't have, which I want to. I, I want to try and bail all those guys out, the stupid idiots. Um, but I haven't had a chance to, to update. Well, I haven't been given the update. The update is not done yet, right? And that's part of what makes this so hard is like, when you have like 20 approved things, it's a lot easier to publish good data when you have 150, I think 2000 unique coins were sacrificed. And then that sucks, that's hard, right? Okay, how many of these have like, scam reflection, 10% fees, how many have no liquidity, how many are just scams you can't sell at all. And you know, so I, I'm not gonna delay mainnet for the 99% of people that acted right to try and bail out extra the 1% of dum-dums. It's just not, it's not Pareto efficient, so. You don't think there's any hope? I mean, Web3 is kind of, it's kind of difficult, especially if you don't know what you're doing. And you, you got people to delay gratification, you know, with hacks and stuff, but you know, you don't think there's something else we could do? You, it, 
How are all these people losing their private keys? With a sad story all the time. And so I'll give you another example. Some guy messages me. Oh man, I lost my, didn't write my keys down. I tried to restore, it doesn't work. Can you help me? How am I gonna help you, man? How? Because you have a nice story? Like what's to prevent anyone from claiming anyone else's balance? Because you have a nice story. That's why we have crypto. Like crypto is invented to get rid of counterparty risk and to replace trusting people with trusting signatures from digital signatures, cryptography. Uh, and, and so I, I try and help them the best I can. I say, listen, if you lost a couple of your seed words, you can brute force it. If you miswrote down your seed words, which I've seen before, here's a list of all the active seed words that you can actually use. And there's only 2,048 of them. And so you can detect which one you may have miswritten and then turn it into valid. And so I do everything I can to save these idiots, but I can't go any farther because it would drown out my other communications. So if every single day I had a seminar on all the ways that you have to not get hacked, when fake Richards message you, ignore them. When fake admins of channels message you, ignore them. When fake founders of other projects message you, ignore them. When fake dApps try and get you to authorize them, ignore them. When uh, you, you're, you go through, don't save your uh, seed words on cloud storage. And then I, if I spent all day giving everyone endpoint security tips, there would be no time left in the day to do anything else. And, and like nobody pushes these ideas harder than I do. Like when's the last time Vitalik gave you endpoint security tips? He doesn't. When's the last time Vitalik warned you about some rug pulls? He doesn't. When's the last time Vitalik told you about networks are going down left and right? He doesn't. I keep a running list of everything that's getting hacked out there trying to save people. So like <laughs> people lose money on the Ethereum network, go message Vitalik. Why are you messaging me? And it's like, I, I go, I am the number one hero of trying to save people. And I wish I could do more, but there's nothing else I can do that I'm aware of. And I'm, I'm more than if someone else can come up with something extra that I can do. I mean, I'm pinning just yesterday. I'm pinning to the, all my channels and notifying all the members. Hey guys, ignore people trying to offer you fake pulse for sale on fake exchanges. Doesn't exist yet. And it, and it just, I can't spend every minute of every day reissuing those over and over again. I mean, we have a bot in the chat rooms that's constantly every hour saying all these warnings and the dumb dumb still do stupid stuff. And you're just like, well, there's nothing else I can do. But I'm making more of an effort than anyone else in the entire industry. I don't know anyone else making as hard an effort on that front as I am. There are some guys that do like specialized videos against scams, but how's that helping my users? It, it's not because... I've already shielded them from those scams and never heard of them for the most part. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, maybe appointing some type of uh, educator for your community or something like that might help make the videos <clears throat> that you can't make. Oh, we got that, man. Like we got, if you Google hacks, pulse, pulse chain, you're going to find a lot of influencers and they, they cover it. Like if I have seen people see fake live stream videos that say you send one hex, get to your back, fall for that. And you're like, yep, I've tweeted about it. I've sent uh, pinned messages about it. We have it warning all over the place. You still did it anyway. How can I help you? There's nothing I can do. Yeah, I don't. Th I think to a certain extent, like people got to figure it out themselves. Get some computer literacy. Yeah, I agree to that. So um, I do have some questions here. I wanted to jump into a little bit. Um, so I, I did just let you know uh, for your, the people that follow you, I invested a small amount to Hex, bought a car off of it hmm. um, two years later. So nice. I made I made a lot of money. Um, I've called a couple of hundred X's. This made me more money than those. Um, I was mining Ethereum 
in 2016. I remember getting like one ETH a day. Uh, so I've had very positive experiences in cryptocurrency, but Hex has been one of the biggest ones. But for some reason, you know, uh, growing my YouTube channel and all my social media platforms, it's like almost like taboo to talk about Hex. So why do you yep. think, is it the reputational damage? What is it? Well, people are scumbags and they talk uh, very confident about things that they should have no confidence in. So they, they have uh, very strongly held beliefs with no backing or reason why they should have those. So for instance, Hex has had 100% perfect flawless operation while everything else in crypto has been getting wrecked left and right. Solana network goes down every other week. Their bridge, the wormhole bridge got hacked for $300 million. This Axie Infinity chain bridge just got hacked for $600 million. Polygon's bridge got hacked for uh, $2 billion, but they didn't, like, they caught it before hackers could use it. So they, they found it and patched it before anyone else could uh, exploit it. Everyone's getting hacked and destroyed left and right everywhere. Well, Hex is perfect flawless operation and was given away for free to Bitcoin holders. And the amount given to those Bitcoin holders exceeds $500 million currently had they held the coins. That's the value of the coins currently. Um, and, and you're just like, yeah, I raised $27 million for charity. Who else did that? I'm the one promoting free speech and freedom of movement. I'm the one doing the world's largest free airdrop. And the test net's been working well for a very long time. Um, you know, I'm the best person in this industry. There are some yeah. other okay people like Vitalik writes uh, open source software. That's nice. You know, he's got a thoughtful blog. Um, there's some things he's done with gas prices, which I think are disgusting. Like harming some projects to hook other projects up with a discount. That's not okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> nope, that ain't okay. Um, so... If you go and you measure what you care about in a cryptocurrency, do you care about security? Okay, well, we're more secure than Bitcoin. Bitcoin's had two inflation bugs where it could mint as many free coins as they wanted. Hex has had zero. Ethereum's had zero. Hex's consensus code is locked and isolated so that you can't accidentally screw it up. Bitcoin's is not, it's spaghetti code. So the consensus code touches the wallet, touches the network. And then as soon as you try and fix one, you break the other by accident, which is how one of these uh, mint as many free coins as you want bugs happened maybe four years ago now. Um, <clears throat> so we're more secure, better price performance. I mean, if just, just when I called the Bitcoin top on the day, 11 and a half months ago, if you'd bought hex instead, you would be up, uh, seven times your money instead of down a third, which is 21 times better. Technically the math is 19 times better. Cause I showed the spreadsheet and published it, uh, yesterday, the day before. So you would have 19 times more money if you had bought hex when I called the top on the day. And that, his, that price call has been valid every single day except one for the last year. The one-year anniversary will be uh, April 14th, so four days from now. So I call the top on the day. I raise $27 million for charity. I design a cryptocurrency which goes up over 10,000x. If you staked, you made more than 10,000x. Uh, I have the world's biggest diamond. I have the quickest Ferrari. I've got $8 million of watches. I have a giant pee-pee. <laughs> I can dance. It's Did like we're... Yes. Um, so like every single metric that we could dominate other than dieting, we're, we're doing it. And it's like, at what point do these scumbags bow down and kneel, kneel scumbags, kneel you before me, like this, man. you are my so lessers. Like yeah. And they deserve to suck D all of them. Like it's, it's disgusting to me. Like I just, and so, you know, if you ask these guys, like name the top 10 coins and what they do and they don't know. And you're like, well, since you guys don't know anything about anything, why are you so confident? 
Like, you don't know any, I'm coming from a place of knowledge. I called the top of the day. You're all scum compared to me. Get on my level, you know? Like, it blows my mind. I can feel the hatred though, because there is like a lot of people for some reason. But, but, but like that hatred goes for everybody. So how many people hate Vitalik? More than hate me, just because he's got a broader audience. How, like, and then in the legacy world, how many people hate Bitcoin? Yeah. Half or more of everybody thinks Bitcoin's horrible, right? They're trying to kill it left and right. So half of people hate Bitcoin, half of people hate Vitalik, half of people hate me, half of people hate whoever gets elected. And you're just like, you know, that, that's not the metric by which you should judge your excellence. My, my metric is how secure are we and how price performative are we? And do we have unique features? And do we have a walled garden? And are we on-ramping new users? And do we have synergy? And all the new things we're building amplifying the other things we built. So does Pulse Chain amplify hex? Yes. Cheaper on-ramp, lower fees, world's largest free airdrop, introduces a giant new audience into the ecosystem. You know, a lot of people probably wouldn't have heard about Hex had they not heard about Pulse or Pulse Chain. And then, you know, we've, we're almost fully vertically integrated. So we've got Hex for value storage. We've got Pulse Chain for consensus network. We've got Pulse X for trading. I'm hiring guys to build out a wallet. And then the only thing we're missing is fiat on-ramps. That's, that's it. Like, if, you, if you've got that stack, what else do you need? You're golden. Like, you don't need anything else. So I'm... I'm I'm happy with everything, where everything's going. It's just a matter of waiting. We're, yeah, you're definitely doing We're running amazing. out of stuff to do. Yeah, Yeah, and no, I agree. Um, there's something I do want to challenge you on, though, is, sure. uh, you know, you say the flawless execution thing. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that some of the projects that were getting hacked are, like, way more complex uh, than what Hex is currently doing? Oh, is that is that better, to be more complex? Not necessarily, but I would say that they're just Windows doing is really something complex. completely different. What? Yeah, that's right. Windows is really complex. Can you get rich on it? No, you can't. But we're again, we're comparing two cryptocurrency projects. So like Hex gets no, you but, to lock up money. It's very simple. You, <laughs> you understand what a tax surface is. If, I'll, I'll define it for you. Security is a function of how, how much you've invested into security versus how much space there is to secure. So if you had a house the size of Earth, people would be breaking into your house because you can't watch every corner of your house all the time. But if you had the house the size of like one from a Monopoly board and you could stick it in your pocket, harder to break into there, easier to watch. And so when you have buggy spaghetti code that takes nine months to train a developer to make his first commit, which is the Bitcoin code, you have a gigantic attack surface and roughly no money invested into securing it. Hex had three audits, two security audits, one economics audit, Bitcoin's had none of this. And so if you want secure software, less features is more secure. Less attack surface is more secure. And so you like Hex is more resistant to, to inflation bugs than almost any layer one network. Like Hex is more resistant to inflation bugs than Ethereum is. Because when you upgrade the Ethereum code, you're more likely to touch something that touches consensus because it isn't locked and isolated and modular. It touches everything else. It's still better than Bitcoin, but you know, like the design of Hex from a consensus perspective is more secure and always will be because it's locked and isolated and secure. It's like locking a safe inside of a safe. So I agree, you know, but remember Hex is not a smart contract platform. So like, you know, Pulse Chain and Pulse X would be increasing this attack surface, right? Yeah. Well, Pulse Chain would be, but Pulse X wouldn't be 
because yeah. Pulse X has a ton of audits. The bridge has a ton of audits. Um, so like it, those particular things have less attack surface than Pulse Chain. Pulse Chain has more attack surface. Yeah. But they also there's also remedies, right? So Bitcoin had two inflation bugs. One was executed. One wasn't. But did that hurt the Bitcoin price? No, because these are all socially enforced networks. So even if you get a critical, if depending on what kind of critical inflation bug you get, you can hard fork and just remove the crap coins. Like this, like Ethereum did this, right? Like there was the DAO hack, which you could say wasn't really a hack. Um, it was just yeah. poorly designed code. Yeah. Um, and then code is law. Oh no, <laughs> our code wasn't right. Hold on. <laughs> we didn't mean that. Yeah, yeah, funny. Unstoppable world computer. Yeah, this is Ethereum's old marketing for those that haven't been around so long. But then yeah. they stopped it and forked out the hackers' coins. It's uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. But then they, they won't do that again because if they were going to do that again, they'd do it for the Polkadot founder, Gavin Wood, who wrote Solidity, who wrote the Solidity code. that He basically wrote Ethereum. And then uh, he lost uh, 600,000 Ethereum, I think, which is now like almost three billion dollars so and they didn't they didn't bail him out those coins are just lost forever they're locked in a so they had a multi-sig and then someone they didn't make the destroy function the self-destruct function they didn't make it private they made it public so someone just called the self-destruct and their multi-sig could never free the coins so they're just trapped forever it's like yeah it's pretty funny but it's proof that ethereum isn't going to be bailing people out using that fork method because if they would they would there's no one more inside than that insider and yeah. they chose not to bail him out. So, so like from from an attack service perspective, Hex is extremely secure. Pulse mm -hmm. is extremely secure, and Pulse Chain is roughly as secure as Ethereum because it's mostly Ethereum code. Um, yeah. No. I just think it's fair if you're comparing. You should do like the Pulse Chain versus like Ethereum. No, but you're not. I, I just think like from a person that understands crypto, no, but, I've been in it for a while. But it you're does making, rub me a little bit weird. I'm just like, okay. You're yeah, but you're making, you're making a bad judgment call. So your brain internally is telling you that stuff that can do more is better. I, I never said that. Wrong. I just think that there's more. No, but I'm telling you, I, I just told you that it's subconscious. Like that's, I'm telling you that you feel that way, but you don't understand why you feel that way. So if there's a, there's a, uh, a funny picture of a Tesla car and then open source people are making fun of it enjoy your botnet, closed source, can't upgrade it. And then it shows a picture of like the open source car. It's ugly as hell. It's got parts falling off of it. You know, you know, one day we'll add this feature like windows, like actual windows you can open and close. Like it's just, it's just a picture of like how people fall into these like beliefs that they've kind of missed the point. The only thing in crypto that matters is price performance and security. That's it. And all this other feature crap and benefits crap, they're just narrative memes and people rotate out of them. Bitcoin used to be program, uh, Bitcoin used to be peer to peer digital cash failed entirely. Absolutely. No one uses it that way. Nobody wants to wait an hour for their first confirmation, let alone six, which I've seen and done and participated in no fun. Uh, so then they rotated to programmable money. No one ever programmed it to do anything. Can't program it to wake you up in the morning. Oh, well, hey, no worries. <laughs> we're just going to swap that out. Now we're digital gold and that's working out. Cool. Glad that's working out for you. But all that other stuff you said was garbage, lies. Maybe you didn't know they were lies when you told them, but time showed them to be so. So how many empty 
blockchains do we have? Almost all of them. Almost all the blockchains are empty. Almost all of the blockchains are ghost chains. And so if you operate from this Swiss Army knife, open source Tesla car, oh, it does more so it should be better, you're entirely missing the point of what crypto is for. Security, price performance, and then maybe censorship resistance. And then you look at these projects that do all this stuff, they have high throughput, to, for, to what end? Like take BSV, what are all the BSV transactions? Weather updates Bots. of what temperature it is someplace. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. And that, who's trying to censor that? And why are we logging that on 10,000 hard drives? No, like, oh, just so that you guys look busy. Okay. Yeah. And then you, and you look at other chains and you're like, what are all these stupid, all these high throughput features like, like Hashgraph, right? Hashgraph says it has high throughput. It doesn't actually. It only has high throughput without finality. If you care about the finality, the past can't change. It doesn't have higher throughput. And so what, what are all their transactions? It's just like six guys spamming up the chain. When you, when you filter out by like who's submitting the transactions, you're like, oh, there's like six guys that do all the transactions. Cool. Good one. Yep. And so people, there's this law. Um, I don't remember the name of it right now. But basically, as soon as you make a measurement a priority, it, f it f ceases to be a good measurement. So if your metric for what you think makes a blockchain good is transactions, people are going to spam up the chain with transactions. If your metric is fees, people will uh, shill bid the fees up to themselves. Uh, if it's volume, people will create fake volume. And if it's, uh, you know, how many partners you have, oh boy, you're going to get a lot of JPEGs at the bottom of that website from XYZ crap ventures and, you know, XYZ crap capital. And uh, it's, I hate all that buzzword salad, false key performance indicators. Just, I don't like any of that stuff. It all sucks. So I don't want people to think that an L1 chain is a better value proposition than something well-designed on the chain because it's not the case. So, you know, Amazon that ships you stuff is not layer one. They operate on the post office. They operate on DHL. They operate on FedEx. And if those companies didn't carry the crap to you, you wouldn't get the crap. So they're a layer two, but they make more money than all those other companies. Why? Because they're closer to the money and so in every, in every value ecosystem, there's a stratification of who gets all the money. And usually the people closest to the sales channel get the majority of the money. The salespeople and the company doing the sales makes the most of the money. The people that actually build the stuff, design the stuff, do customer support for the stuff, ship the stuff, they make less. And so I, I just feel in you that you think L1s are cool and you like stuff that does more. And I'm trying to shake you out of that because it just means more attack surface and usually ghost chain. And then if I, you, I there wanna, are I exceptions. Ethereum is an exception because they I, actually I have users. More. I, I believe less is more, just to be clear. Um, I've owned multiple businesses, so I understand where you're coming from. Yep. Um, but I would say that I don't think, I, I bash a lot of L1s, just to be clear. Um, mm -hmm. I don't like a lot of crypto, like 95% of them are like exactly what you said. They're empty, they're hollow. Um, but what I would say is that when you make the statement about the security, you should compare it with something similar. That's all Why? I'm saying. Because Hold on. Again, so if I say a gun is better than a knife, that makes you angry because I'm not comparing it to other guns? Well, if you're comparing the specs of a gun, you should compare the specs to another gun. No. You're no. If you're trying to figure out what gun's better, right? But that's no one is trying to... That's not the statement. 
the statement is that you are less likely to have an inflation bug in Hex than any other L1 chain. And it's factually true because it's modular, it's secure. And when you upgrade the network in these other chains, you accidentally screw up consensus. But when you upgrade the network around, when you upgrade Ethereum, you're not gonna accidentally screw up Hex's consensus. It's very useful and important for me to educate people about what actual security looks like. Yeah. And what am I gonna compare myself to? There is nothing else like Hex. Like, there's not like, hey, where's that either. other, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> no, and by agree. the way, which is why we have 100% perfect flawless operation and everything else is wrecked. People should understand why we, how we did that. So maybe they could try and emulate it. Yeah, you made it simple. You did one thing and you did it very well. Uh, and th that's why it's, you know, it's uh, what, top 15 uh, by market cap size or what? Depends on where you look. It? I mean, if you look on Etherscan, it's probably top five ERC-20s, probably. Um, if you look on like uh, Coin Paprika or Nomics, it's probably top, I don't know, 12 or something. Um, if you look at Coin Market Cap, it's always at 201, which is why they've been sued in court by a hexagon in a class action lawsuit. So hopefully that goes through at some point. Uh, what else? But once again, yeah, that's so another why, metric why that this? you can't make money on. Like you can't make money on the market cap. You can't place orders on the market cap chart. You can't buy yeah. it, can't sell it. You can't place orders in the volume chart. So like price is king. Like percentage increase. Well, um, it's what you can, it's what you got in at versus what you got out at. And the best representation of that usually is percentage increase. If you're a giant, massive, massive whale, then you have to wait a little bit because you probably can't market sell. You'd hurt the price too much. You have to be the liquidity and sit on the limit for a while. So, you know, with, with the caveat that the size of your whaleness matters, it's like usually when I look at the market in Hex, if you're selling a million bucks, you're going to get like 2 or 3% slippage max usually. I'll go check it right now. Easy to check. Yeah, while you're checking that though, um, yeah, I did see this problem with CoinMarketCap and CoinGecko. Actually, I created my own version. Um, and we're looking yeah, I saw to that. Shill it. CoinPix.io. What'd you say? I said shill it. We, no one knows yeah. what it is. Tell, tell them. No. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to censor anybody. So yeah, I want to basically create, and it, it's, it just started, but... Eventually, you are going to want to censor people. Eventually. You're going to find mean, a coin it, that you can only buy and never sell. One of those yeah, exploited yeah. ones, and you'll be like, ah, you know what? I'm going to introduce censorship for this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe right now it's not a problem. Yeah, it's, it's not yet. Nope. Um, like, for instance, Squid Game would have been an ideal to be censored coin. Because I think its market cap before it rug pulled in the first few hours was like 12 trillion or something. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. And right they now, made the Will Smith coin or whatever. Yes, yeah, when there was a toilet paper shortage, they made a toilet paper coin. Like, it just, <laughs> it, they make a stupid coin for everybody. Um, right now, if you were to sell a million dollars of Hex, your slippage would be 2.8%. It's actually not that bad. And if you were to buy, it's, it's pretty darn good. If you go yeah, in, depending good. on what exchange you're on, if you were to yeah. buy a million dollars of Hex, your slippage would be 2.6%. So I'm using oneinch.io. You could always use matcha.xyz or Uniswap. You get basically the same stuff. So the whales, they, you know, low slippage, they look for liquidity. So Yeah, or you could just be the liquidity and have no slippage. You don't have to have slippage. You don't have to pay the bid-ask spread. You don't have to pay fees. You can be, get paid fees. So, you know, smash, smashing the market buy and market sell buttons isn't the optimal order entry method. How do you do? You use bots? No, I mean, you could just 
use zero X and place a limit order. So one inch has limit orders, matcha has limit orders. You could simulate a limit order using Uniswap V3 uh, by placing liquidity, single-sided liquidity at the place where you want to sell. And you could even use, uh, you know, I would probably just use the most liquid pair. So in Hex, sometimes it's 0.3% pair, sometimes it's the 1% pair. But like on other coins that are even more liquid, like Ethereum USDC, you could use a 0.01% pair. And you're just going to get filled at that price. And as long as you pull your liquidity after you're filled, it won't unfill. So if you get filled and then you're not quick and it unfills, then you just made the, the fee twice. And then you're still waiting to get filled again to, to withdraw your liquidity. So you've got options to... And these are all just decentralized options. If you're using a centralized exchange, you know, limit orders there, the default, or not. I'm, people are used to limit orders in, uh, in centralized exchanges. They're usually yeah. less used to them. And like that method I showed you with like depositing Uniswap V3 and then pulling after it fills, that's like advanced. Zero X is like very easy. Hey, how's, uh, you know, how are you going to solve this issue? Do you have anything specific you're going to use? Uh, For what? For PulseX? Well, PulseX is its own exchange. So PulseX is a Uniswap V2 fork, um, which yeah. is nice because we have those beautiful audits and it's had all that uptime for years now. And uh, it doesn't support single-sided liquidity, so you don't have to worry about that. If someone wants to build out the 0x kind of... Well, you know what? Actually, I think I think there's already an easy way for us to plug in limit orders with it because another Uniswap V2 fork did it and the code's open source. So actually, I think there is a way for us to have limit orders in PulseX. It's not really a rush, um, but I, I think it's the code's already there. Like we would just have to put it in the front end. I think I, I have to check it. But I mean, the dev in charge of PulseX told me that, so I'm telling you, you reminded me of it. Since yeah, I've you, never you, used you that feature. Developing yourself? Not really. I mean, I can expect for business logic bugs if someone wants to sit down and pair code with me and, and tell me the syntax of what certain symbols do. Um, but it's, I would be better off hiring more devs than having to do that. So yeah, yeah. like this is supposed to be my year of scaling and yeah, we've got 10 devs, but like, I guess that's scale. I guess we have 10 devs. So, okay. I guess we got that scale, but I wish I had my exchanges, you know, we're working on the wallet, still, still hiring for that. Um, yeah, if, if I'm coding, I've done something terribly wrong because there are people way better than me. <laughs> like I, I check in on some of these, we've got different chat rooms for d each project. And then like, depending on what chat room I click, I can't understand what the hell they're talking about. That's yeah. how complicated it is. I'm smart. I'm a smart dude. And you're like, Nope, I don't know half of these words. So <laughs> like, it's crazy. I mean, even understanding like Amazon's version of all the open source projects, you're like, uh, cause Amazon, like, takes open source projects, turns them into a service, slaps a new name on them. So like if you're used to like Kubernetes or uh, different uh, emulation softwares that allow you to like, like Docker, et cetera, you can make a package. Well, they have their own version of that. It has a different name. And then there's a software you use to set those up and tear them down and scale your infrastructure. And then you've got the, the route, God, what is it called? It's a nightmare. Like DevOps and, and making sure that the servers have connectivity and uptime and throughput and redundancy, that is its own full-time other separate thing. <laughs> so like it, this stuff gets complicated, man, like quickly. 
I mean, right. Like Actually, imagine, I, imagine being my dev going through the actual Ethereum code and like catching the things that Ethereum did wrong. And he does yeah. it all the time. He's like, Ethereum does this wrong. Or you'll, I mean, like you can see commits that he's made fixing bugs and other projects. And you're like, yep, Steve's badass. Great. <laughs> like, you know, cause like when we can, when we can fix the parent project screw ups, like, you know, you got the right team. Yeah. So, so how do you manage that, man? Cause like, I, I have an issue with that. I have a couple of developers and it's like, I, I'm almost having to learn, you know. Oh, it's learn. a constant problem, bro. Like it's, so imagine, imagine that you had like Leonardo da Vinci on your like payroll, but then they wanted to do stuff that didn't filter down to the customer. And then you have to like, yeah. please do stuff that affects the customer, you know, or like you'll, you'll get devs that want to do like, I, I haven't had this problem but I've heard lots of other people have it. They want the shiny new thing or they, they only want to use stuff that was built in house. They don't want to use like packages from everybody else. They want to roll their own crypto, et cetera. And so because I'm, because I've been at this for so long, I mean, my first tech business was in 2001. That's how long I've been in tech, um, internet tech. And so I know how to catch these pitfalls. Like I want to use the most common thing everyone else is using with the minimum number of changes with the least attack surface, with the least aggressive red map, you know, if you, if you see the delays that we have in my projects, let me tell you, go compare those with any time the government chooses to do some software. Like, oh, they're gonna upgrade the DMV, or they're gonna upgrade the IRS, or they're gonna upgrade anything. And you'll see it never gets to market ever. And like 10 years passes and there's still no, there's nothing there. For me to get the software out that I'm getting out in the time frames that I am is actually very good. Um, people just, they don't understand how delayed software usually is. I mean, yeah, very hard. sharding in Ethereum has been delayed for six years. <laughs> like, you know, like, and it's still not, they're still not going to get it. Like, oh, by the way, <laughs> like when Ethereum, when Ethereum 2 launches, you're not going to get cheaper gas fees, guys, just so you know. Tell me, tell me explain that to me because I do want to understand that. You don't get higher throughput. So the demand is the same and the supply is the same. How are you going to get cheaper fees? Well, assume if they move to proof of stake. And? I don't know, man. I, guess I'm I mean, everybody that I've seen like promoting it on their team says it's not, it's not meant to affect gas fees. So if they're not even willing to make that statement, I don't know. I mean, we've got so many things we did better. So like we do coin burning directly. Everybody else doesn't do that. So like EIP 1559, if the gas fees get cheap, the coins stop burning. You only mm -hmm. get coin burn when it goes over like a minimum. So it's, you're not always going to get coin burn. But in Pulse, you will. So Pulse Chain burns 25% of all the transactions with no inflation, only deflation. And Pulse X burns 22% of the fees with no inflation, only deflation. Um, I love the idea of locking value into capital gains instead of paying people extra coins. I like that idea a lot. Um, Explain that a little bit uh, more simple. Well, let's say you're a Bitcoin miner. Um, they probably shouldn't be charging you tax on the fruit of your own labors. So like if you paint a picture of a pony, you're not taxed on that. But if you do some math and a Bitcoin comes out, they want to tax you on that. doesn't seem fair. Uh, but if you just are Satoshi and make a coin and the coin goes up in value, not taxed on that today. Who knows what the world will do? Like as far as I'm aware of, no one gets taxed on unrealized capital gains unless there's some very magical circumstance. But they're trying to, they're talking about changing all that. So, so as we, as it stands today, like the ideal tax tracker for the taxed, and I'm not an expert on this, I'm not an accountant, not a lawyer, do your own research, blah, blah. Um, you know, if you can lock your, your price performance into price appreciation, 
you can't get a better mechanic from a capital efficiency perspective because lots of other ways that you might accrue value, you get hit with tax bill. So it depends on what jurisdiction you live in, but some jurisdictions are this way, perhaps most. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I paid a lot of taxes this year, man. Mm. Sucks. Nope. Trade less, right? Just trade less. Just hold for longer. <laughs> I'm not a tax advisor, but I hear you. <laughs> I mean, look, Satoshi, uh, apparently he doesn't owe anybody any money. So that seems to have worked <laughs> out for him. I just think they can't get it. Who's no, it's just you know? you're just not taxed on capital gains until you sell, usually. Oh, okay. So if you have yeah. something that, like, if I buy a Rolex and the Rolex goes up in value, I ain't got to write nobody a check. I don't even have to go check the price, you know? Like... So if you have a coin, the coin goes up in value. Okay. It's unrealized capital gain. Yeah. So um, kind of pivoting a little bit. Well, besides the actual blockchain, since you've been building these projects and kind of just been in the crypto space for a while, what do you think is like the most important infrastructure uh, for a project? Like, uh, you know, it could be anything like a price website or, you know, back end. What do you, what do you think is like the most important? Would you want to build something important? for Pulse Chain or what, what's the motive for this question here? I'm just trying to ask a simple question, man. Well, I think I think that uh, you're not going to like this answer because you just built just a, a coin market cap competitor. I think that if you're on a coin ranking site, you are the people that the margin trading companies eat up alive and get you to lose all your money. I think you're most likely like how do how do people find these scams to buy? How do people find these rug pulls to lose all their money in? How do people discover margin trading a thing to lose all their money? They're either watching crappy YouTube influencers or they're on coin ranking sites and they're being shoved ads at them. But I think those are the two primary ways by which people lose all their money by trading. Well, let me and as clear. you just said earlier, it's not capital efficient either. Like even if you broke even, you didn't break even because you pay tax. Because you pay tax, yeah. Um, but, I don't, but we can only accept sponsorships or, or any ads. You can't pay us to get on our website. So if we take away the incentive I'm not talking about model, you. I'm talking about like everybody of course. else. I mean, you ain't got well, a traffic I'm, yet. I'm so telling you, I solved the, solve the problem. <clears throat> I solved the problem. So if, if you can't pay me and it's unbiased, then, I mean, they have to then find you got a business from somewhere. Apparently. I mean, you can't pay for your servers. Probably how that works. Well, there's other ways you to advertise it. How? It's only I ads. Mean, You're going to be taking an affiliate link or an ad. That's it. There ain't no other way. Well, there's a lot of other ways you can monetize it. Like the, the data in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> what data? You're going to get an email data. list out of it? You're going to get people's emails? Yeah, you can get okay. people's emails, of course. Well, all right. If you're going to if you're going to sell people's data, then there's there's a way. Yeah, it's doable. I mean, it's just like it's like all that work a job instead of just buy a coin and get rich seems like why not just buy a coin and get rich? Because I mean, then you've where, already where had where are you going to buy the coin from? I heard there's some really cool new projects by a well-dressed uh <laughs> So the, basically it's not Pulse Chain or Pulse X. <laughs> <laughs> but like think about all the coins we got we got hex on pulse chain we got hex on ethereum network we got pulse chain itself we got pulse x we got the incentive token we got like that's five coins right there there's other coins that's being built need. around hex i mean there's a free airdrop coin somebody built that uh just gave to people based on how long they'd served their stake so far uh there's like and there's other people building stuff on pulse chain like i mean i don't I hate referring people to other coins I didn't build because what if they get wrecked? Don't like that. You know what I mean? You know? Um, can you imagine Elon, how he feels? Everyone bought when he went on uh, Saturday Night Live and that was the top. Now it's down 80%. He probably ain't happy about that, you know? Um, but I'm they got to find saying, the, like, the person somewhere. 
people that have invested to start crypto businesses have usually lost money compared to just buying the coin. So the guy that started BitPay made less money starting BitPay than if he had just bought Bitcoin. The people that founded Coinbase, the early A round investors, just barely, barely outperformed Bitcoin. And Bitcoin's performance sucks. I mean, Hex has been up versus Bitcoin a thousand fold. I think it's only up like 250 fold versus Bitcoin now. That's a lot of fold. So I just, I just think like every dollar you put into trying to build something, no matter what it is, like if you're buying Rolexes instead of crypto, long term, man, you're going to feel bad because <laughs> crypto is the best performing asset class in the history of assets. So I just, I just think, I mean, look, I know a lot of people that tried to make their own knockoff version of Hex, lost a lot of money and missed Hex, both. <laughs> so like, you know, it's just, I would warn, I used to tell people how to start good businesses and what businesses to start. And now that advice is like bad advice because you're better off buying a dip and holding something with product market fit. Yeah, from a monetary perspective, yeah. but from a helping society perspective, sure. I don't agree. Yep. Sure, I agree. You with can you. you can definitely uh, you know help some people out. I mean, Coin Market Cap and Coin Gecko are like top fifteen financial websites on planet Earth, hmm. right? Yeah. And I mean, hey, man, you can fuck those guys. Go take their customers, dog. I'm with you. Go get them. <laughs> fuck all those guys. <laughs> Go get them. Yes, sir. I will, man. I'll I mean, what good are they doing in the world? They're shilling margin trading ads at you. That's all they do. They live and die yeah. by just shilling you margin trading ads so that you get lose all your money. It's not ethical. It's not moral. It's disgusting. I agree. I agree. Uh, CoinMarketCap, once they got purchased by uh, CZ and Binance, you know, they just kept shilling Binance Smart Chain coins. It's extremely biased. I see the issues. And yep. that's why I'm trying to kill the incentive model and bring it from somewhere else. Maybe you can point me in the right direction. How well, I mean, it's all paid. SEO, bro. <laughs> like, it's basically, of can course, you yeah. get rank on all these words? Is all that matters. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I've, that's where they get all their traffic from. So yeah. It's just sucking Google D. I used to do that for a living back in 2001. Oh, no, the Google bot has changed the algo. Oh, no. <laughs> they do it on purpose to try and get you into AdWords, but it just breaks our industry because AdWords are disallowed. Unless you're a scumbag exchange that harms people, then you could probably buy AdWords. But if you're an actual coin, nah, nah, bro. No license, bro. Sorry. You can't save the people. Only the people that victimize people can buy ads because they have a license to victimize. But you as the savior with the coin that does amazing things, sorry, you can't buy ads. Crazy yeah. to me. Disgusting. So if, if, you're, if you're really about freedom of speech, why don't you make it a social media? Why, why a smart contract platform? Well... It's on the roadmap, man. Okay. It's just like, okay, I took a copy of all my videos and put them on a decentralized uh, web torrent-based uh, YouTube thing. Let me see if I can remember its name. I think I saw you. I, I forgot the name, too. Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. Misspelled, of course, because these guys don't know how to do branding. <laughs> O-D-Y-S-E-E. -E. Not how you spell the word Odyssey, is it? But they want to make your life hard and make me spell it. Because they don't know how to make a brand. Fine. At least you get a couple of views there. At least I got a couple of views. Then I went to some other platform called Rumble. No views. None. Yeah. Nothing. Waste of my time. Giant waste of my time. So when I see like companies that aren't making a lot of money, aren't getting good traction, is that where I want to throw my hat in and join them and the, oh, look, I get to find out why this business doesn't work now? 
you know? So it's just not, that stuff's on the roadmap, but I'm going to have a wallet before then. I'm going to have like fiat on ramps before then. I mean, we may have political action communities before then. Like I just, I, that one's, it's a hard one. It's a really hard one. Hey, we've got hosting bills. Cool. And do you have revenue? No. Users? Eh, not really. <laughs> so you're like, okay, well, how much does it cost to get the users? Uh, it exceeds their lifetime value. Cost us maybe 15 bucks to get in a user. We can make like a dollar on them. Oh, so you just lose money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, it's business sucks, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, who's tried it? Like, Gab tried it. Apparently, they still exist. I signed up for another uh, Twitter competitor. Let's see if I can remember their name. Nope. I had to ask. I literally had to send a tweet like, hey, guys, do you remember that Twitter competitor that I'd signed up for? And then after I mentioned it, I went over there and I posted. I'm like, hey, is anybody on this thing? I get like 20 responses. Wasted my time, bro. Yeah, I agree. So these garbage platforms that don't have users, the only way that it's affordable for me to, to like use them is if I had a bot that took what I said on a real platform with users and just copied it over there to play the lottery that maybe one day they might not suck one day. And that's what like Steam it turned into is just a whole bunch of bots like sharing content. I agree. You gotta, users, you gotta go where the users are. Yeah. That's how it is, man. You know, you could, you could wish for a better way, but there ain't a better way. You gotta go where the users are. Yeah, so that's a long-term goal. Uh, you know, we must have a lot of puppy enthusiasts because I've got 2,800 concurrent viewers, which is actually like high. And I had no user, I had no keywords in the title. It just says Richard Hart loves puppies. And the description is puppies are wonderful. And I've got tons of users. So all of you puppy enthusiasts that might be watching, hello there. <laughs> like, I, you, you will see an uh, absence of four-footed animals on this uh, channel. All right, man. I love it. All right, so some more hard hit questions. Me, hit me you. with them hard-hitting questions. Right, he wants the Fired hard up. ones, guys. I'm going to hit them. Give me All right, so. I'm a power bottom. Hit me let hard. Let me just give you where I'm – I don't know if you know a lot about me, but I research for a living. I create nice. a fundamental analysis system. All right. I research pretty deep. I don't tell people to day trade, just to be clear. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like to find very, like, like hidden gems. And I found Hex, and I made a lot nice. of money off of Hex. There you go. So the research works, okay? The research works, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it has to work. I got mad at two pretty right. early, too. So. All right, so one thing I have... Well, it sounds like you got Pulse Chain early, too. Yeah, I got a lot. Yes, yes. Good for you. It's going to be great. Um, and, and I'm not a hater, either. And I don't care what other influencers think. I just want to make I've money. I've seen a video you done a long time ago that I thought was good. Like, you said something nice about me, I think, a long time ago. Yeah, bro. I, I look up to you, bro. You, you, te Thank you taught you, me man. a lot in the cryptocurrency industry. There's a lot of history I did not know until watching your videos. So Nice, bro. It's just real, thank though. You. But, you know, it's not like sucking up. It's just real. No, thanks, um, man. I appreciate it. And I think a lot of people have a problem with being honest on the internet because they sell their soul for the, the quickest dollar. Um, but hard ones. Problem I have with Hex, a little bit, mm -hmm. is that, you know, people buy it for the price appreciation. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Um, so it's very sticky. Right, so it gets people to lock it up, mm -hmm. um, but when it's unlocked, it's very not sticky, right? Because the only reason it's kind of like a—I don't know if it's a branding thing—but uh, for like when people buy Ethereum, let's say, and, and I know all the problems with Ethereum, but when people buy Ethereum, they're like, oh, they're kind of like this virtue thing, a smart contract platform, going to change the world, Web three decentralization, and, and they're buying it kind of for that reason. Mm -hmm. A little bit, but with Hex, it's like most people, it's just price appreciation. 
right? So with Hex, the, you see a lot of volatility and you say it all the time. It's like, that's the price you pay. Uh, you know, the volatility is the price you pay. So is Pulse Chain... I'm just going to disprove everything you just said, by the way. It's going to be right, Hit me. A. I'm, I'm, I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay. Um, but since is Pulse Chain since, and Pulse X a way to get away from that? Or, or what are you doing? Since uh, Hex has had a market, has it ever dropped 95%? No. Since Ethereum has had a market, where. did it ever drop 95%? Yes. Yeah, so it dropped like 98% last cycle, I think. Okay. Well, the math and the chart and the history, which is years old now, would indicate that Hex's price performance is less volatile than Ethereum's and has more upside than Ethereum's, factually. To play devil's advocate, mm -hmm. I would say that market moves in about four-year cycles, Bitcoin halving cycle, it's pretty much catalyzed by that and Hex hasn't seen you know, a yeah, serious did. cycle. It started, I mean, it started in the like, middle of the bear run, I guess, and then yeah, like, but I want to like, see like, a full-on bear run. Well, Bitcoin's been down for a year, bro, a whole year. One whole year. That's called a bear market. Hex is up 700%. Bitcoin's down 33%. We already have the facts. We already have the evidence. We already have the data. And I have more. So if what you were saying was true, and that Hex's pump of metals were inferior to Ethereum's, and their narrative changing meme of world computer and DAO and uh, unstoppable computing and all that crap, if that was actually more sticky, their price chart would be better. But you can go to lookintohex.com, you can compare Hex's price chart from its first day, not even the dip, the first day, not the 85% dip during the first month. Mm -hmm. And so it's 10x less than it would otherwise be. Hex is currently outperforming both Bitcoin and Ethereum from their launch days when they used to pump the hardest. Hex is still beating them now after an 80% dip. So all the math indicates the opposite of what you're saying. You're just used to so much price performance in hex that like when you get a dip like a six and a half month dip you think like oh man this ain't killing and then you look at a chart it's still killing it's still killing there's no way that you thought that hex was still today after this dip doing 19 times better than bitcoin there's no way but i published the chart i published the evidence i published the data go to look into hex.com and click it, it we've does. outperformed every By single coin since launch by, yeah. But by percentages, you're a smaller yeah. project, so it's supposed to be that way. Every smaller project's outcompeting. No, but well, back every, then, but they were small projects too. Back then, they were small projects too. But if you compare Ethereum to Hex right now, in we're this recent it. dip, in this recent, you're, you're beating them, but you're, the percentages, like if we want to compare numbers, like the percentages are worse than Ethereum. Ethereum's down like 48%. Hex is down a little bit more, right? No, Am but I wrong? No, you're, if you, so let me disprove this idea as well. Yeah, no, because I want to know. This, like, um, you're going to learn. I'm telling you. I'm going to teach you stuff no one else is teaching. Hey, I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist, so yeah. I'm going to ask you the hard ones, man. That's, that's fine. This, these aren't hard. Okay. I mean, right. they're not hard for me. Okay. Everyone talks about <clears throat> distance from the top. Yeah. Then you look at the chart and you ask yourself, how many people bought up there? How many hours did they have to buy that? And how many hours did they have to buy everywhere else lower? And then where did most people buy? And therefore, aren't most people wildly in profit? So now I'll, I'll, I'll present to you two options. You have Bitcoin that uh, you buy it at 5K in 2017. It goes up to 20K and then it just flatlines and goes sideways the whole time. It's at all time high constantly. It goes up a dollar every day. Bitcoin's at all time high. 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 That's awesome. That's great. Congratulations, man. Good investment. Now, 
let's have, we'll compare that world where it went from five to 20 and just stayed flat at 20 and then went up a dollar a day for fun. So you could brag about new all time high every day. And then we have this other world, the real world, where instead it went from 20 to three and then from three to 69 and then 69 to 40 and then, or actually it went 20 to three, three to 14, 14 to 38, 38 to 69, uh, 65, 65 to 39, 39 to 69, and then 69 down to like 41 or something, if my memory holds. In that world, you would be very sad because you'd be measuring your distance from the top and it went up to 69K and then it dropped 55% twice. It dropped 55% from 65 and then it dropped 55% from 69. You would be very sad because it dropped 55% twice. But in the other reality where it didn't drop, it just stayed at 20 the whole time. So would you rather have Bitcoin that dropped 55% twice and now sits near 50? Or would you rather have new all-time highs every day, but it's at 20? Serious question. Wait, ask it one more time. Sure. We have the real world where Bitcoin went up to 65. I called the top. It dropped 55%. Yeah. It went and made a Judas candle 6% higher to 69, and then it dropped another 55%. Yeah. And now it sits at about 50. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe it sits at like 42 or something. Where is it at right now? So you're uh, saying would you want, you want more six. percentage appreciation? What I'm saying is volatility is the price you pay for the world's best performing asset. And if you're going to cry like a bitch because it went up and then went back down but landed way fucking higher. I agree. It's I agree. way better that it went up real high and then dipped then it didn't go up real high and just stayed flat the whole freaking time at all-time highs every day. Because all-time highs every day at 20K sucks balls compared to 69 dropped to 50 or 40. 40 is more than 20. I do this for a living. I agree with you 100%. So if you're you're looking at assets that run up a million percent, which is what Hex did, a million percent, and then you cry because it canceled out of 5X by doing an 80% dip, who cares? When you make it up with another 5X, it already did 10,000X. Do you think it's hard for something that does a 10,000X to do another 5X? It's not. I so, think the point I'm trying to make is not about like comparing and contrasting the percentages. It's more about like- No, if you're in crypto and you're measuring the distance from the top, you're an idiot. There's no hope for you if you're measuring the distance from the top. Because if you're measuring the distance from the top, you're ignoring the much more common, much more massive distance from the bottom. Yeah. So, so Bitcoin's older. Yeah. The, the distance from the bottom of Bitcoin would be very significant as well if you look at Just it. Just choose the a bottom. shorter time frame. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if to make money, hex is the way. The original no, but, question but I'm, was. I, it, I'm not talking about hex. What I'm talking about has absolutely nothing to do with hex at all. Okay. Absolutely nothing. Okay. The hex specific things are you can compare our strong, our, you can compare our entire chart to their strongest possible chart, which is when they launched, and we're beating them. You can compare when we launched to their performance since we launched, and we're absolutely slaughtering them because they made less gains now than they used to. Bitcoin's down for a year. To find Bitcoin down for a year, like it's, it's sucky now. It's, it's not good performance now. But Ethereum outperformed Bitcoin threefold since the COVID dip. Bitcoin went up uh, like 20x, and Ethereum went up like 60x, and Hex went up like 1,000x. So the, the issue is, what percentage of people bought the top a very small percentage compared to the people that didn't buy the top because they're usually bluff tops. And so the amount of hours that you had to buy that are very few. Second, what matters is the run ups matter much more than the dips from the top. I'll give an example, straight up scam coins, GameStop, AMC, 
even after they dip hard as heck, still way higher up from the bottom had you bought them early. Dogecoin, I'm, here, I'm sitting here doing for narrative metrics the thing I'm telling you you're an idiot to do. So I'm saying, boy, doesn't Elon Musk feel stupid because he got everyone to buy the top when he was on uh, Saturday Night Live and now it's like down 80%. But let me let you in on a secret. It's still up massive if you got yeah. in early. Mm-hmm. Way more than Bitcoin. And so if you, <laughs> so like, if you're in crypto and you're just looking at distance from the top, you're dumb. Because after these 80% blow-offs, you're still, that only cancels out a 5X. Yeah. And, and Hex did a 10,000X before staking. 20,000X was staking or more, depending on how long you staked for. So it's like, so when I hear, so first of all, we've outperformed Ethereum because Ethereum dropped 95% when it was listed everywhere, by the way. It was, it was as liquid as you could imagine. It was listed everywhere. It dropped 95%. Bitcoin dropped 85%, and it had been around seven years already. We have not dropped 95%, and we've basically just dropped like 86%. We think we dropped 86% for big payday when everyone got paid 30% extra coins are being staked one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you might get a dip. You, you, ever, you ever increase your Bitcoin stack 30% for having it, holding it a day? No, it's never happened. And so the price chart, you don't see that a big... Part of that 86% dip that day is actually canceled out by all the free coins you got. So, like, the charts say that Hex outperforms Bitcoin and Ethereum from any time frame that you could dream, including their strongest ones when they'd first launched. It outperforms them even insanely harder if you measure from the bottom because we dipped 85% in the first month when we launched. And it outperforms them insanely hard when you compare when we launched till now, because Ethereum and Bitcoin hasn't pumped us. I mean, bro, if you go on Coin Paprika and you sort by one year performance, we're number three of all the coins in the top 100. You're like, we can't do better. Like, this is the one thing that's funny about interviews is I have like the best performing coin ever, but I'm fielding questions like, bro, the pump of metals ain't that good. People ain't holding. You're like, bro, wait a second. Don't I have the best performing coin ever? <laughs> like, this is a weird question. But, it, it, but it's like, have you stopped beating your wife yet kind of question. Like you lose the narrative frame on it, even though, like I, I won, like the, the coin went up. It's the best performing coin just on price. And then you also get paid just to sit with no overhead costs. No, you don't have to pay for servers. You don't have to pay for hardware. You just lock it and sit there and you're making money every day. So like, I, I think the pump metals and hex are 100% proven by the rate at which we're unramping new users, by the shape of the price charts, by the liquidity, the liquidity is as high as it's ever been. The price, uh, it bounced, what? It, it went from 55 cents to 10 cents, and then it went up to 20, and that went down to like 15, and probably, I don't know, 12 or 14 or something now. Like, and you're getting, you're gonna get all your coins on another network soon. Yeah, yeah. And every, and like a ton of people, like, it's, I don't know how we could do better. It, it, it's super weird because <laughs> you're right. Like from every metric you're winning, I think like, again, Oh, but, like but I'll give you is- one more point. I'll give you one more point. Our narrative meme of if you hold, you get paid more in the future is more powerful than world computer is more powerful than unstoppable computer is more powerful than peer to peer digital cash. People knowing that they're going to get more of what they already value in the future is a more powerful meme than any of that crap. And I think that's part of the reason why our price charts beat their price charts. Because you can't beat that meme. Everything else disappears. Oh, you bought a game? You're playing a game? Guess what? People are going to get bored of that game. 
Oh, you bought a, 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 a token with a, a, what do you call it? Hourglass token that taxes people when they send their coins around. The opposite of efficiency. You want low fees? You want efficiency? A, to a coin that taxes you is the opposite of that. That's maximum fees. That's maximum inefficiency. How do those all go? They all get wrecked. Yeah. Like so you go through all these memes. You're like, how about these L1 ghost chains wrecked? So our meme of get paid more by waiting, it's yeah. really extremely powerful. And by the way, there's another pump of metal here that people don't realize. The deals you get by getting your shares now when the prices are cheap become unavailable to people in the future. So if you compare the ROI of getting in now to the ROI people will get later, their ROIs are much lower. So when, so when, we, when I advertise that Hex has an average ROI of like 39%, 37%, depends on the day, 40%, but like basically it's like 37% for a year now, that's if you had gotten your shares earlier. That's what people already in the system are getting. But you as a new person, you're getting less because that share price is higher now. And so, and that continues to go that way into the future. It gets harder and harder to get these shares cheap because the price only goes up in hex terms. The share price only goes up in hex terms, which is how we simulate compounding interest, which is how the people that are already in forever have an advantage of people that are newer participants. So if you, if you were to just stake for a year, I think your, your APY is like 15%. And then next year, it'll probably be less. But here, here's the thing you have to remember. That's APY in hex terms. You got to multiply that by the hex appreciation. Yeah, and the vast yeah. majority of the appreciation is in the price appreciation. Oh, you, great. You made 15% by staking your hex for a year. But the price went up a million percent. What's bigger, 15 or a million? Yeah, so, appreciation. Yeah. It's always the case with the staking and stuff. I think we're just, we lost the point a little bit though. Good. Uh, so like, is that why you're making Pulse Chain? Because like you got the pumpamentals. Well, no, Pulse but Chain. Pulse Chain has staking. It just doesn't have a time yeah, component. So you got the pumpamentals, but then you're also adding in the element of like real utility, which is you can make contracts on this chain, right? Yeah. So like, you don't think that that would be better for price appreciation in the long run, like 20 years from now, compared to just hold the number go up? No, well, nobody knows. That, nobody I don't knows. think anyone knows. It's but not I think knowable. There's like a slight indication that like, no, it's not for knowable. example, go ahead. I, I'll tell you why it's not knowable. So. The, ch the Hex chat room, after existing for two and a half years or more, actually, it's probably been around for three years now, it has 38,000 members in it. The Pulse Chain chat room has like 62,000 members in it. So it is 50% more members. Why? I think it's an easier to understand product. Yeah. And I think the world's largest free airdrop that gives you a copy of all of your coins, I think that's a very compelling use case. Um, that's what got me attracted, to be honest. I want yeah. Money. Yeah. And so I, th I think... So it doesn't have the time locking component, which I would consider like less of a pumpamental, but it does have an easier on-ramping for users because it touches so many more new communities and it is an easier to understand product. So Ethereum, but no inflation, no burning up the environment, burns fees. People get that really easy. Like that's super easy to understand. Hacks is harder for people to understand because nothing like it. Like they just, you have to learn. Um, and then PulseX, like we know that AMMs are successful and burning the fees to the tune of 22%, is gonna be great. So we, these are known excellent business models that are extremely profitable and have tons of users currently. So there's no, I, I don't think there's a doubt that it's gonna work. I mean, <laughs> people are murdering the test net with transactions. 
they're people want I've never seen pulse. a test snack get adopted like this to be honest yeah it's crazy like it's yeah, really exciting like and actually close, the first man. person i've seen actually promote the the actual test net this aggressive too which i think is like really well, i've never good even done a video on it i just, just, but you, I just it's on the website it. it's, i don't know if you made the website right. or not, but whoever made yeah, the, it's website, on the website yeah yeah it's like directly on there yeah and i, think I mean we really could make smart. it easier we could just turn on the button that switches networks for you so i mean if i wanted people to like hit that harder i could just turn on the button that you click and it pops open your metamask and says do you want to switch networks that button's yeah. disac- the code's there i could just uncomment it and it would reappear um so like probably should do that at some point we're yeah just, probably we're like we have we have enough to chew on with the sack totals right now that i don't need like more kind of wishy-washy bug report stuff like we're good for yeah. now because what happens is when you let noob more noob people they just say more noob things yeah and you're like we got we don't need more noob stuff we need the hard stuff um yeah it's i so when you basically the the question is what is going to overperform hex pulse or pulse x bro i don't know and i don't yeah, think anyone can know i don't think just get them noble. all just get them all not financial advice yeah, I don't think it's knowable. I just I mean, think we, that, from my perspective, I made a whole bunch of money, and then I was kind of not incentivized to relock it up. I was like, you know, I rather just go to Pulse Chain or Pulse X because it's like the new thing, and maybe it's because it's. And what happens except, when they're not the new thing anymore? Where does the money go? There's maybe it goes back to X. Out. Well, that's the thing is, it's like the value proposition of getting more later is never going to get stale. It's not. Not if you've got product market fit, which we do. But but, it, but it's like a comfort thing in a certain extent. Because, like, again, I research a lot of projects. And when, yeah. I'll be honest, when I first research hacks, it's kind of scary at first. For I yeah. think it's scary for people that invest for a living. The random person, this narrative is amazing, so make money for free. But people that invest for a living and understand these things and these variables, it is scary. It's a little bit like, okay, so, this is only made to pump. Like, that's so all me, it's made for. Yeah, but you don't... <laughs> I'm just telling you from a perspective. Like, no, but you like you have to me. free just, yourself. This is of where the that, negativity man. comes from. Am I wrong? No, but like that mindset, that is the only reason anyone buys any of this stuff. You have I to agree, be real with yourself. But it's almost like a noble sense. Like I didn't like no, when but I bought you have Ethereum, to shake yourself free of that crap. I agree. I, look, I, I face my fears, man. I, I yeah. face my fears. Like I'm, I'm 26. Like I have a lot ahead of me. I've spent so much money trying to build businesses. Trust me, I do that. Like but what I'm so, trying to explain so, to. If someone said to me, Richard, uh, or NF- like, do NFTs pump? I ain't going to say no, because people have okay. made money on that crap. Do meme coins pump? I ain't going to say no, because people made money on that crap. And then, so you just have to look at like, okay, why do people make money on that crap? Because people bought, and then they on-ramp new users, and they have more users now than they did then. And so it left a float where people just didn't want to sell at a loss or whatever, and it just made the bottom higher. And then now you just have like, like why should LTC still exist? It's garbage. Like why? You know why should yeah, so many of these coins exist? Like most of these coins should just be dead, but they just aren't. You know what I'm saying? Because people think they're gonna go up in the future, and then they might they hold on to it. So so what I'm saying is like, the most powerful narrative, and the only reason anything in cryptocurrency goes up is because people buy and hold it. People invent narrative meme excuses why people think that they should buy and hold it. Internally, I can tell that you like utility, so you're less likely to buy meme coin. You're less likely to buy an NFT. Not even close. I made I made a lot of money off of Shiba Inu. 
I, okay. I, I'm just a, I'm just trying to be a realist. I'm just trying to be a realist because well, if, if we want to talk, there about is no better sales pitch than get paid more later. See, the difference That's is kind of me, the all these other coins pitch, right? are buy it and the, the right, but the difference is that it's not guaranteed. So it's not, you, but it has the oldest. It's like the OG. It's like the it's like the big one. It's, it makes people feel a little bit more safe. It makes people feel mm-hmm. a little bit more safe. I think safety is a big element. You can't like for example, if you're in fitness, you can't just want to go, you know. Uh, take a whole bunch of steroids because you could lose it really quick too. I think everything kind of works if you if you put your money. Yeah, but the safety comes from getting yield from doing nothing. If Again. if the hex price is just flat, you're making fifteen percent a year if you started today and thirty seven percent a year on average had you started earlier. If the price is flat, that's good ROI. If you bought Bitcoin, you're down a third. So like the if you like safety, the price the price ROI of hex is safety. You're getting it. So but I so, think part of the safety is that Bitcoin's been out for a long time. I think that's part of the safety. And I also think eight when track it comes tapes to were out for a long time, bro. Huh? Eight track tapes were out for a long time. Cassette tapes were out yeah, for a long I, time. I have no Bitcoin. I have okay. no Bitcoin. I, I agree with you. I'm just telling you from a branding I have zero Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> um but hey, let's wait until all yeah, like I mean so I'm just saying, man, if you don't believe hex can pump, bro, like I believe it Go can. look at the liquidity. Look at how much is for sale. I just got to hit you with something nobody else hit you I with. Like, you. I just have to. I'm, I'm I got to do saying, it. I, I think <laughs> that the price performance of Hex could really still blow people's minds because there ain't much for sale. And the demand is as good as it's ever been. And the, well, I mean, I don't know. We have the, more, the most users we've ever had. But the price used to be higher. But the price may have been higher because there was another reason. Like, you could sacrifice it, and then if the price was higher, you could sacrifice for more. There's other stuff going on, right? Yeah. So, like, if if someone made, like, a $20 million market buy of Hex, I think the price would, like, 10x, okay. 10x or 20x or something like that. And we do see, like, we've had people double the Hex price in a candle before, and we know that there's people that have this much money in the Hex ecosystem. I've met I think the they're waiting for post-chain, man. I think they they're waiting be. for post-chain. They might be. I am. But how long can they wait? Because if you want to get your coins doubled on two chains, you got to own them on the first chain. If you don't own Hex on Ethereum network, you ain't getting no free Hex on the Pulse network. That's true. So if you want to double your Hex stack, you got to own Hex before the fork, period. All right, but I got to get out of you, all right? So if there's nothing's perfect in life, I think you can agree to that. So what is the con in Hex? What's the con? What's the, what's the hard part about Hex? Uh, you still have to buy disagree Ethereum. With disagree. disagree with it. The reputational damage. No, but that's opportunity. The it's fact that it's being gatekept everywhere. No, no. This is factual. The fact that it's gatekept everywhere gives you extra upside. This is the same, the same reason that buying Bitcoin when it was listed nowhere except Mt. Gox, one place, and had no liquidity, and all the coins are owned by one guy. Those are the best times to buy Bitcoin. And so when Hex is maximum gatekept and listed nowhere, that's maximum opportunity. If it was like Bitcoin and the world's richest guy already bought it and the second or third richest guy in Mexico or maybe the first richest guy in Mexico already bought it and uh, nation states already made it legal, guess what, buddy? You're at the top of the S-curve. You ain't an early adopter no more 13 years old, 13 years in. So when, when you talk about hex being gatekept, that's extra opportunity, yeah. not, not extra risk. The things that you could say are hard is because we're only on the Ethereum network now, it costs too much to unwrap a new user. There shouldn't be a $30 penalty to on-ramp from Uniswap. That sucks. Pulse Chain will solve that. Uh, you could also say, <clears throat> I think 
I think that's the like only. I think high gas fees are like the only thing that would have sucked about Hex. And basically, the gas fees have come down a lot, depending on whether some NFT guys are murdering the network at the time. <clears throat> if you catch the gas when NFT guys are murdering the network, it's like yeah a thousand dollars to send Ethereum and like three thousand dollars to send an ERC twenty. You're like, what is it's this like crap? It's like scary. Why are you incentivizing people to murder the networks? Why don't you guys design your protocols better, you idiots? Um, I could teach them how to do it, but I'd rather keep the secrets to myself. Or they can just launch on Pulse Chain. Some NFT launched a few days ago, spent sixteen million on Ethereum, either sixteen or twenty-four. I can't remember which. It might have been twenty-four. Let's call it twenty-four. They spent twenty-four million dollars in gas to mine eight million dollars worth of NFTs. Does that seem efficient? Stupid. No, nah, not at all. So stupid. Pulse Chain will solve that for them. So like, the, yeah, the only thing that I could say that may suck about Hex is the gas fees were high like a couple months ago. They're lower now. Like 30 is better than 90. It's like people are having to pay 90 to do Uniswap swaps. Now they're like 30. They might even be 15 now. We'll go check, actually. There's no reason for me to guess about this stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I, I do agree. Ethereum holds everybody It's back 20 bucks bit. right now to do a No, no. Yeah, it's 20 bucks to do a swap. So it used to be 90. Now it's 20. Um, and then Pulse will make it two cents. And then the liquidity, right? Like if you've got $100 million of hex you want to sell, you need to do that slow or you're going to murder the price. So you need to be the liquidity and set limit orders and wait a while. Um, but if you've got 100 you want to murder the price with, you could go do that anywhere else. But this is a side effect of the, the, the basic principle behind hex is that the velocity of money is in direct proportion, is in indirect proportion to the value. Higher velocity lower value. Lower velocity, higher value. Why did Bitcoin price go up so much? Can't do anything with it. Just sit on it. Can't do anything with it. Can't spend it anywhere. Price went to the moon. So, and this is, I mean, well-established economic theory, considered fact by most, that if you can lower the velocity of money, it becomes more rare, becomes more valuable. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what my protocols are designed to do. So Hex uh, lowers the velocity by getting people to lock it up and many people restake. You might not have restaked, but most people do, which is how you I have a price. I restaked a little bit. I, not the majority of it. I restaked a little bit though. You'll feel bad because you're never going to get those t-shares or like, it, it's a mat. when has buying an 80% dip in Hex ever not worked out? Like it's always worked out wonderfully thus far. And we've had but six it only, or seven But it only went dips. down like one time, 80%, right? No, it's gone... I mean, let's pull it up real quick. Like when you said, when you first launched, like you saying, whatever the case Well, is. I mean, it's dropped 65, 70%, six, seven times. Easy. Oh, okay. And it comes back, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. So I just, I don't, it's better than Bitcoin. It's better than Ethereum. It monetizes the only thing anyone really cares about, which is buying and holding. The, the only thing that affects prices is buying and holding. Everything else is a story. Buying and holding is what causes prices to go up. And Hex directly monetizes that. And I, and I just, it's clean, it's pure, it's secure. I, I like Simple. it. Simple. I like yep. it. I agree with most of what you're saying. I just yep. think that the Ethereum gas fees is a problem through the board. I'm talking about specific yep. problems that there you aren't guys any other have. Ones. I think the reputational damage is the thing. I don't see any other project getting any negativity at all. Like, in the level that you get neg negativity, yeah, this is clear. But this is very clear. We all, listen, there's also profit in that as well. Yeah, of course. So when I post like, a picture of me looking sad in a private jet, so I was in a private jet. Yeah. Had my two 20,000 Louis Vuitton bags. These are probably 25 grand in the U.S. Did you actually put anything in them, though? Is there anything uh, in them? Yeah, when I'm actually traveling, I fill them up. They're durable. 
Um, but like now it's just empty. It's just a battery in there. But they're durable. Like you can use them. So, and I do. So I put, I'm in this private jet. Cost $10,000 an hour to run. And then uh, I'm just sitting there solo with two bags next to me to flex, right? And I put on like a, a sad Pablo face because I knew it would be meme worthy. It's like, oh, look, this guy's got everything, but he's sad, you know? It worked out. Like it actually, because yeah, yeah. I took a bunch of other happy photos and then published those ones. I published this one later, just be like, hey, guys, chill. I'm fine. Like, don't worry about me. I'm good. Um, but, but haters, so one hater posted, like, caption this, and then all the other haters on their own Twitter accounts posted it individually in their own thread with their funny caption. And so I got, like, a ton of free press off of that one pretty cool image um, that was meme-worthy. If people didn't hate on me, never would they have published that. They wouldn't. Right. So yeah, like, I agree. We, we have, yes, we get less traffic from coin market cap by being on page three, but there is some stuff that helps cancel that out. There are some portion of people that believes in low market cap gems. And for us to be on page three, they're like, Oh, look at this chart. It just goes up and to the right. And it's on page three. And so, yeah, we lose like mass traffic by being above the fold on page one, but we do get some back from being, a low market cap gem on page three. And yes, we do lose some traffic from not being listed a lot of places, but we do get free hate value. And so people that hate us promote us by accident. Um, I just, regardless, it's upside, bro. I get like, if Hicks, how do I, how do I say this? I think the only thing really standing between us and like proper ranking on coin market cap is just more listings and centralized exchanges, which put more users' funds at risk because crypto is invented to get rid of middlemen. But for some reason, that company only rewards people that have extra counterparty risk and deal with more middlemen. So they incentivize people to do the wrong thing. Uh, I, think if, I think if Hex picked up one large exchange listing, they'd probably stick on the front page. My gut feeling, just guessing. But who knows? Maybe well, maybe that once that lawsuit hits, maybe they won't do that anymore, or maybe they'll just do it because of the lawsuit. I don't know. Or maybe <laughs> like, they just go to Coinpix.io, you know, and have to worry about it. There you anything. go. How do you what what? How do you say it again? Coinpix.io. See, you got that like, homophone in there, bro. So now, how do I spell picks? It's an X. Like the regular like, picks, like you pick something. CK. Yeah, CKS. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to look for some. Uh, it's hard to find good yes, brand names. They're all taken. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting a three-letter dictionary.com. You know how good of a logo and brand Hex is? It's the most futuristic shape. Every new future movie is covered in hexagons. The brand is its own. It's, it's a picture of a hexagon. It's a yeah. hex. It's like you can't. The brand is perfect. The logo is perfect. It shows exponential growth up and to the right. This on its own. I mean, we've seen so many tattoos. If our, if our logo was ugly, I don't think you'd see so many awesome tattoos. Um, I, I don't. I think Hex is pre-viral. We only have. I think so too. A maximum of a hundred thousand stakers. I think less actually. Let me go look. I think so too. I mean, I, I know a lot of people like in the music industry and stuff, and, and I mean, the hate works, man. It really does. Like Tell they, me. they say, they say it for a reason. Like, you know. Oh, you're right, not, right. They say it for a reason. Like all the rappers say it for a reason, and. Um, but like there's like you see these certain people and maybe they're just outliers that like get destroyed like there's certain people that get destroyed um and it doesn't really work out for them sure uh but but the vast majority of the time we went up we went up a million percent with it before staking yeah you didn't I get destroyed we did all right it worked i think we did okay it worked. <laughs> yeah and there's some other coins that did that did get destroyed <laughs> well the other thing is like i'm just bro 
we have more than the best price chart. Like, there we like dominate Twitter, dominate it. Yeah, no, no, I I agree. This I is, started post one thing about hex, it's over. It's like it's crazy, bro. I I see somebody else tweet and I go on the tweet and it's already and I'm like, oh look, there's a million hexagons here already because I don't have to type anything, you know. And that's yeah. not, I didn't, I never told anyone like go start a Twitter account. I never said that. There's yeah, no, yeah. there's no setup guide on the website. It's like, go start a Twitter account and tell people stuff. This is grassroots passion from the users. I mean, look, yeah, man, like- we got a 3,500 horsepower Lamborghini, the one TX2K22 in Texas, 233 mile an hour in the, uh, in the mile champion car. I didn't have anything to do with it. We got two, uh, we got a pulse chain and a hex.com race car and GT racing in the UK right now. I was watching those videos yesterday. I had nothing to do with it. We got uh, we had a Hex NASCAR. I had nothing to do with it. So like, Hexicans are driven, passionate, smart, and want to get the word out. And so you know, I've met billionaires that were introduced and, and participated in things I like, introduced by Hexicans, and and that this grassroots Hexicans onboarding Hexicans thing, you can't gatekeep it. As long as people can talk to each other and share feelings with each other and share a drink with each other, you can't stop it. And so I really believe we're pre-viral. There's just only maximum of 100,000 stakers, period. That's not many people, man. It's really not. So what happens when we have, when there's, there's barely any hex for sale, what happens when we put on another 100,000 and the price of crypto keeps going up in general? You're just, yeah. and, and we've got easier on-ramps and we've got direct listings and like, these things that you could call negative now are just extra price potential. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. It's, it's weird as a speculator. It's really to weird. Like, yeah. You can't really like gauge Bitcoin's the best known. How's the price chart? It sucks. Yeah. Bitcoin's the most decentralized. How's the price chart? Okay. It sucks. I have a good one. Uh, so like, for example, Charles Hoskinson and Cardano's narrative, right? Peer re- mm-hmm. Peer-reviewed research paper. This is obviously the narrative. Like, it's like super robust. Yeah. Right? How, how, did their, how did their smart contracts go? Super wrecked. Yeah, no, they did. It was pretty. <laughs> Shh, don't say that too loud, man. Don't say that. Too Can loud. you sell that crap for stable yet? Do they even have stable on their network to dump to dump it for? I, I don't even know. I don't like. I'm a massive MetaMask user. I haven't even used anything. Yep. On Cardano, but but like the narrative worked though. You could say the narrative kind of worked because sure. they have like they're very very passionate following, right? Like, um, all that matters is people buy and hold. XRP price went up. Because people thought, oh, banks are going to come. But if they have to change the narrative one day, the price could still go up. Like, that's, this is the key takeaway I'm trying to give you. The only thing that matters is that people buy and hold, and these narrative meme excuses are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin changed it twice. Ethereum changed it twice. Bitcoin's price went up 600 million percent. 690 million percent. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad at all. Like, it's not bad. So, like, you, you just have to... The thing is, I don't want people to get wrecked. And if you mm-hmm. lose your money, you're out of the game. I don't want you to get rug pulled. I don't want you to buy a meme coin that goes to zero. I don't want you to buy an FT to go to zero. I, I know there are good things out there that I have designed that are good things. They have product market fit. They're well-intentioned, well-designed, great communities behind them. I feel bad that people would take risks in ways where they, get, they just lose everything. Like you buy Squid Game. Hey, you lost all your money. It's all gone over it's just so i if my users never see a coin ranking website i'm happy if my like if my users never buy anything that launches on pulse chain 
that's actually better for the, the tickers that are here. So like take Vitalik, right? Do you see Vitalik shilling ERC-20s? Nope. Why? Because he don't own no ERC-20s. He doesn't even yield farm. His Ethereum just sits there. So why doesn't he do that? Because people tend to shill what they own. So why would he shill what he doesn't own? To drive up adoption, to drive up fees, to make miners more rich? He's not a miner. So from my perspective, why would I shill coins that aren't Pulse, Pulse Chain, Pulse X, X? I said Pulse. Is that Pulse all you chain, own? So you don't own anything else? I never talk about what I might or might not <laughs> have. I'm very tactical. That's so fine. That's fine. It's, so why, so like, so when people, when people are like, should I use Pulse Chain? I'm like, yes. Should I build a project? Go ahead. I'll tell them like probably make more just buying a coin. But if you just want to do it, fine, go ahead. So for instance, that, that, that coin that was airdropped to Hexagons, I don't talk about it much. Why? If they bring on new users from outside the world that aren't already Hexagons, that can drive up the Hex price. But if they just leech Hexagons and get them to sell Hex for something else, that just hurts the Hex price. And so if people are building projects around Pulse Chain, I want you to go get your own users from out in the world that aren't already the users I already have and the ticker symbols that I invented. Because all that can do is bring extra value to my tickers. Because some of those other people might like some of the stuff. It's not in my interest to take my users and have them victimized by whatever your new flavor of the day is because I've seen this before. There's some project called uh, Hex Money. Took a bunch of Hexagons money. They lost all their money and got nothing in return. And we've seen targeted attacks on Hexagons with new projects that promise them the sky and the star and the sun and the moon and all that. And guess what? They lose all their money. And so we developed over you know the first year, we learned... To, if you're in a hex chat room, we're talking about one thing, hex. You're in a hex trading chat, we're talking about one thing, yeah. hex. Yeah. We ain't talking yeah. about Bitcoin, we ain't talking about Ethereum, we ain't talking about other coins. And it's, it seems like censorship, but it's not. It's just curation. You want to talk about other coins? They got chant rooms, go over there. You want to talk yeah. about Forge? Go to the Ford Reddit. You don't talk about Chevy in a Ford Reddit. You know? So like, otherwise no one would be able to talk about anything. It would just be all spam and shills all day long. And so by the, the, the unique position about this is, there are good things happening in my ecosystem, and I will talk about the ones that are getting users from elsewhere, maybe, that aren't leeching my users. Because that hurts. If you leech my users, it hurts my users. Mm. What, I'm going to sell my ticker and buy something else? Well, what happens to everyone that has my ticker? Mm. So, you know, that's, that's the other thing I love about this ecosystem is that it's all self-reinforcing. PulseX helps PulseChain. PulseChain helps Hex. Wallet will help all of them. Yeah, compounding, yeah, yeah. making this critical mass ball. It's, it's really great. And it's one of the reasons why I don't particularly, it's like why I'm not that excited to do a social website. It's like, well, how does that? Yeah, I get what you're saying. If, if it were more likely to succeed, I'd be more in a rush to do it. But like, it's a very hard game. And a lot yeah. of people tried it. Google tried it. They failed. Google failed. Like what happened to Google Plus? It was gone. Yeah. Right? yeah. What, what happened to like, a aim? what happened to AOL Instant Messenger? It's gone. What happened to ICQ? It's gone. They're just gone. They're gone. Oh, what ha like what happened to uh, MySpace? Gone. Man, this business kind of seems like it sucks. What's going on here? You know what I mean? So like jumping in, I could probably make it work, but this other stuff amplifies harder up front. At least, at least when I have a URL, you're not going to have to ask how to spell it. <laughs> I'm telling you. Odyssey. O-D-Y-S-E-E. -E. Okay, man. <laughs> I can think of th four other ways to spell that. Yeah. So what else we got? Um, Hard hit me. 
Anything else? I mean, I, I, that's the biggest problem I see, okay. man. There's not really that many problems, to be honest, on Hex. Uh, I think just the hate is a big thing that kind of like, yeah, there's so much but, of it. But hold on. Let me ask you another question. Me a little bit. Yeah, Let me ask ahead. you another question. You yeah. look at the two sacrifice addresses, Pulse X, Pulse Chain. Yeah. I seen 660 million stable sitting in this. Where'd all that money come from? Yeah, no, I agree. It didn't move. All the people that were talking Every hater. Smack, every hater. Yeah, I know. I know the story. I know the story. And it convinced me a little bit. I was like, dang, these there's so many people against them. There has to be something, you know, correct here or something. That's a lot of money, bro. I know. It hasn't moved. It's still there. Well, um, it, I think some of it's moved. Like the hex moved. But it's okay. just a new address. It's not like going to exchanges, right? Um, yeah. No one's selling it. Right. So, like, I, I'm telling you, I know a bunch of influencers that sacrificed. Ivan, Carl, BitBoy. Why don't they, they don't want to talk uh, about it? Ran. Why they, they do a little bit. It? They will uh -huh. when it comes out, man. Like, maybe they want to bite a dip. Like, some people think they'll be able to get it, you know, more. It's like, when it comes out, I think everyone's going to be very happy. I think they're scared. Well, of what? I mean. They're scared. Let's be real. They're scared. Do what? From, we're just going to kill Ethereum or what? They're scared that things can probably blow up. I mean, it's like the same risk of everything, but, you know. Um, I think we're golden, I bro. I think you're golden, too. I mean, I'm, I'm talking I about mean, it. look. I'm not scared, right? I made a yeah. video, a couple of videos. Um, so I'm not scared, but I'm just telling you from what I see from their perspective. Like, I think I saw a clip of uh, Bitbori specifically saying. Oh, like, oh you're talking about the backlash, like. Yeah, sure. the backlash, yeah. maybe something blowing up, get, maybe look, something man, happening. Here's how that goes. First, they laugh at you. Then yeah. they fight you. Then you win, and they go, yeah, we supported you the whole time. So we're at that, like, we won crossroads. It's like, needs to, like, snip that, throw it on Twitter or something. Yeah, it's, that's where we're at, man. So 100% perfect flawless operation, million percent returns, still stronger price performance than Ethereum, still better performance we're the top coin top three coins the top three for the last year this is the math this is the fact 365 days ago the price was seven times lower on bitcoin the price was higher <laughs> so like this, these are the facts man these are the facts yeah. mm -hmm. and so and now we got nascar race cars you know famous people getting in i got i got playboy models messaging me to do live <laughs> interviews so now I've got, I've got an interview scheduled with a Playboy model. This girl's hot, dude. <laughs> I'm talking hot, painfully hot. When but she's it, smart. So it? like she just messaged me. I was like, yeah, like, I really like this. Seen a bunch of your videos. Really like what you're doing. And um, like, if you got an audience, man, I'll do a stream with you. You know. So that's scheduled for a month from now, like a month and ten days from now. But I, I like I don't know where, but. I got to figure out the logistics of doing my, I'll do it on my channel if she wants, or it's really up to her. She's got more followers than I got. Um, and this is, this is me without like, so here's the stuff I need, like infrastructure, public relations management, somebody booking my interviews. Why am I editing my own website? Uh, you know, like <laughs> I, I don't have a capital problem. I just have a, people doing what they'll say they'll do problem, right? Like I, I, I hate when people jack me for money and I pay them and they don't do it. And I'm, and I just, I will not get jacked. So I want people that do what they say they're going to do. Old me from 20 years ago 
would be just like scale, 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 10x everything. And, and I would just eat the burn. I don't want to do that now. I want to feel good. I want to work with people I like. I want to, you know. I actually want to dive a little bit deeper on that because I'm young, man. And I think I, to a certain extent, I was on that, like I was doing that. Like yeah. I was just throwing away money and, and like maybe like somebody could benefit from this. So like, what do you mean by that? Like, Well, you, you are that? not the number of employees you had. So I used to have 150 employees. And yeah. then you discover like, it's better if you have no employees, to tell the truth. You yes. can do awesome stuff with their day. They can build awesome careers and stuff and you don't consume their time and you don't have to consume space in an office. And then just like my mindset as to what it was to be an effective capitalist change. Cause like when you're young, you know, bigger is better, more gross is better. You're like, nah, actually more net is better, Yes. you know? And so you, you focus on different metrics and you're, you know, it's like people when they, they get started out in venture capital and they're just like, or they get started in business and they want to get as much funding as they can. And you're like, bro, you know, that's like actually worse. You're going to yeah. spend more time trying to spend the money instead of just doing your core competency that you know works now. So like do the thing that you know works and don't spend your time trying to do the 10 things that maybe work, which I guarantee you they mostly will not. And then, so once you, once you become like wise and have, I've run 10 different businesses. And so I've seen them work, I've seen them not work. And I've got these, there's just decisions that I make that are, killer like world's biggest airdrop that decision right there that one little turn that's everything man i think there's a lot of projects that copied you after it to be honest i ain't got where's Wait, so, my free so coins the Pulse, bro Pulse chain, <laughs> tell me where my free coins is and i'll it's go free money man but Pulse chain um do you get like for example every i haven't done enough research but do i get my whole wallet copied everything that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And we're going to incentivize people to add value to those coins you're getting for free by giving them an extra token to put liquidity, bridge in your ERC-20, pair it with your free PRC-20, and then you should have less impermanent loss because they're two same ticker, same code. And there's no penalty if you withdraw? No. Just like normal, like V2? Yeah. Like Uniswap. Okay, then, then that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so you're going you're gonna to be able to bridge in your ERC-20. So let's say you got Link. Or let's say SHIB, because we had like 2 or $3 million of SHIB sacrifices just for Pulse X. So let's say SHIB comes in. You got your SHIB on the Ethereum network. You bridge it with your free SHIB on the Pulse network. Or I'm sorry, you bridge in your Ethereum SHIB. You pair it with your free PRC20 SHIB. Now you're on the Pulse X SHIB SHIB pair. It would really be called eShIB and SHIB. SHIB on the Pulse chain, eShIB on the Ethereum bridged in. And you're going to make uh, 0.22% on the fees, on the trades. And then uh, you're also gonna get an extra incentive token because we want you to bridge in that value to back up the value to make all these PRC20s valuable. Because if, if we've got, so we got your, your JPEG, your logo. We got your code on our chain, same exact code. We got your ticker symbol and we got liquidity. Now do you wanna go trade on the Ethereum network and pay $30 or $20 a swap? Or do you wanna trade on our network and pay two cents a swap? Your call. And so I think we're going to be able to reduce Ethereum's fees and help Ethereum be a better network by getting rid of the load on it by loading up our network, which has way higher throughput, way less, no environmental destruction. Uh, it's, it's just better. It's good for both networks. I think it'll be good for Ethereum and it'll be good for Pulse. And we've already seen this with other chains, except those are less efficient. So like Polygon tried to do this. It's, as you said, it's price pumped hard as heck. Every L1 Ethereum competitor has done very well because that's where all the fees are and that's where all the users are, Ethereum. And so it's the 
easiest way to on-ramp new users. It removes the most pain. Nobody wants to pay 20 to $100 to do a swap. Nobody wants that. The difference is all those networks have larger counterparty risk because you have to use their bridges. And those bridges are getting hacked left and right. In our system, you don't have to use the bridge because you already got your coins on this side. You can use it if you want. You can bridge in your ERC-20s if you want, but you don't have to. You can just stay on this side right here. No bridge counterparty risk. This is a better system. <laughs> like, you get the fiat off-ramp. Well, look, man, I can tell you right now, one of the largest exchanges in the world has already got one of their developers that's installed the node and says that they're listing. Um, and and I'm, I checked this dude out. He's as legit as they could be. I think you're uh, muted. Oh. Yeah, so one of the largest exchanges in the world already said they're going to list Pulse and already has a dev that's already got the node installed. And uh, But look, I believe in stuff when it's done. So we'll see that when it's done, which hopefully soon. I mean, we're, we're so close, man. If the SAC totals were done now, like I could just set a date, you know? But like until those stupid sacrifice totals are finished, as soon as the SAC totals are done, man, we are so close because the bridge works great. And it's got so when, it's, when the, the SAC game. totals are done, what's the, how, much, how much time after that? You don't, just give me an estimate. I'm trying. Do you, you want me to think about it? <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> Um, I'll get it out of them, guys. <laughs> if we've got the event reporting and the node fixed, which I think that'll get fixed before Sactolus is done, which is funny. Um, and I think even if that event reporting was was wrong, you could still go to mainnet anyway without it. Just people will be missing a little bit of data that you could fix later. I mean, I got to talk to him more about that, exactly how mission critical that, that particular report is. Um, I mean, look, man, once Sactotals are like done and published... Feels like two weeks. Two weeks after sack totals. I mean, I'd like to be, I'd like to be done in four weeks. Like, I'd like mainnet to be in four weeks. But I've always every time estimate I've ever given has been wrong, and I've been telling you they would be wrong ahead of time, because I know how this goes. You just, no one would have ever expected sack totals would take this long. That's supposed to be the easiest part. Like, measure how much people sacrifice. That should be the easiest thing. And then you're like, wow. Uh, oddly enough, it's not. That sucks. But then the super hard stuff. Like bridge, it's like it's been done forever. You're like, so a lot of times the easy stuff ends up being hard. The hard stuff ends up being easy. I mean, we're 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 so close, man. And you can tell because the test net works. Like you can go use it. It's been working for a long time now. It's just that like you could even even if we had consensus bugs, you could fix those and patch those. But like you can't rewrite the totals. That you can't do. So we have to get the sacrifice totals right up front. Um, and consensus bugs, we're, we're, the network's been running too long. We're not likely to have anything like that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, two weeks after the sack total seems fine. But it would just, the only two other things are, like, really just that event thing, and then, like, DevOps, just making sure that everything is robust, because you're going to get a lot of load. Like, world's largest airdrop. It's going to be gonna crazy. You're going to get a lot of load. You're going to get loaded yeah. up. So the people that are running servers have to be ready for, like, redundancy, you know? But like even if even if like the even if there was downtime, as long as the downtime is just a pause, no one really cares. So like in crypto, when you have a downtime, when is that most harmful? If people are leveraged up and they're going to get liquidated now unfairly because they can't add add uh, margin, they can't add uh, collateral. That's not fair. But we're not going to have any margin trading off the bat, so it doesn't really matter. And then if people's balances like got miswritten or overwritten, that would be pretty tragic but that's never even happened. Like, that would, like, 
in EVM chains, I don't think that's ever happened. You could say like an Eclipse attack happened on Verge that like rolled back six months of transactions or something. That would be like a huge rewrite problem. But then you could fork before that block anyway and keep the old state. Like I'm just going through like a parade of imagined horribles. I don't think any of that crap's going to happen. I think we're going to have our fork and I think everything's going to run fine. Um, but I'm not going to be sitting at a launch party just in case. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh, I got to reboot some crap. Oh, man. Gonna have to leave the party. <laughs> See you guys. Head to the signs in the network. You can trade them. You could stake them. You could swap them. You could stake PulseX. You could stake Pulse Chain. There's a million things you could do on Pulse uh, Testnet right now, and you should be doing them. Because look, man, one day I'm gonna be doing this live stream, and it's gonna be we're up, we're live, and you're gonna be like, oh crap, now I have to learn everything. Learn it now, man, because we are close, dude. We are really, really, really close. Measuring the parties. amount that people sacrificed is like the yeah, only it's a real lot. kind of hang up. And it's not I, a, I'll tell you what, I invested more now than I did uh, with Hex. So that shows. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I invested because I I, I'm more confident in it. If, if you measure the Hex adoption amplifier versus the Pulse Chain sacrifice versus the Pulse X sacrifice, the numbers keep getting bigger and bigger. Way bigger. And this is what I love about it. Every day, Hex gets more users. The average stake length goes up. The share price goes higher in hex terms constantly. Like, you, that's beautiful. And we still all have that gatekeeping crap, which is extra upside for when, it, when the gate opens. It can't yeah. close any harder. <laughs> the gates can't close any they harder. Can't, no. They're maximum yeah, closed. Yeah, I agree. So it's only upside when they open. Like, I'm, I'm excited. And you've got a dip. How li like, in crypto, if something has product market fit, dips are beautiful. Yeah, I mean, do you yeah, wish you bought Ethereum when it was 88 bucks uh, a year and a half ago? It's, it's 4,500 now, 4,200. What is it now? No, no, 3,400. I think it's like 30 something, 32. I think after this little. I'm going. I'm going 34, 32 to 39. You win. Closer. Um, so like, to be able to buy hacks on a dip, get a copy on a two chains. I, I don't have a crystal ball, but I'm willing to bet that hacks might be very liquid on pulse chain because if you like who knows but <laughs> there's a lot of hexagons that have participated and i would imagine that there's going to be a lot of liquidity for for hex on the pulse chain is my my guess. you going to you going to PulseCon or, or is i'm not going to go uh in person but i will go okay. digitally and that's another thing like dj lethal's playing at PulseCon. he's like limp biscuits producer and some other famous artists um and I had nothing yeah, to do with I any of that. Like, I, I got invited to it. I'm like, oh, there's a Pulse convention. Yeah, I know. And they've got, like, big venue. And, like, they really apparently are doing a good job with it. I heard rumors that Elon Musk might go. But I don't know really? how true that is. That would be awesome. Um, it sounds too good to be true. Yeah. Um, but you don't know. I don't know. I mean, he likes... If you like, uh, if you like coins, world's largest airdrop, <laughs> you're going to get... All those, think about it. If you're a coin that can't function on Ethereum anymore because your fees are too high, we got you. Saved you. If you're a coin that uh, you don't feel like paying $20 today to swap or $1,000 yesterday, depending on what time you're doing it, we got you. If you like uh, not blowing up the environment, we got you. If you like higher throughput, three seconds a box instead of 13 second box, we got you. It's like, it's so good, man. And, and you only have to click one button. No sign up, no ML, no KYC. You just change one setting in your MetaMask. So you click change network and then you click OK. 
That's the easiest on-ramp ever. I mean, that's the easiest on-ramp, bro. Like, if you want to claim your hacks back when you could get hacks for free with Bitcoin, you had to install a wallet. They'll let you sign a transaction. You had to go to the DAP. You had to ask for the code. You had to sign the code. You had to give it back to the DAP. You had to have Ethereum to pay the gas to submit the transaction and all this stuff. You ain't got to do none of that, man. If you got, if you got, if you sacrifice for PulseX, you get a little bit of Pulse for free just so you can transact with it. So let's say you sacrifice for PulseX and you didn't, you don't have any Ethereum on that address and you don't have any PulseX, you're still going to get some free to be able to transact. So if you want to swap PulseX to Pulse, you can because you'll have enough gas to, to do a transaction. And then if you had Ethereum, you got free Pulse anyway. So you could pay for transactions with that. It's just, man. I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be never really been cool. done before, bro. There's been, never, never been, been nothing done. like this. It's huge. Think, think about this. Have we seen the whole it? blockchain, man. Like all of the, coins, all the coins in my wallets, yeah. I get a free, I get to double my money instantly. Well, it's going to be a function of liquidity. It's going to be a function of liquidity. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Because like the prices, look, man, if you got a tether on a, on a regular blockchain, on Ethereum, and it's like worth a dollar, I don't think tether should be worth a dollar on Pulse Chain because you ain't going to be yeah. able to redeem it for a dollar. Yeah. But unless they use an admin key to invalidate everything, it's probably also not going to be zero because you can't actually bring a Uniswap V2 player to zero. It's impossible. So through trading, you cannot bring a Uniswap V2 player to zero. You get a real cheap, a lot of zeros in front of a one. But like, it's, uh, we know, like, why do people buy crypto? Because they want the number to go up. Yeah, okay, we got the same ticker. We got the same code. We got a faster network. We got lower fees. And if there's less liquidity, you have the potential for number to go up higher. This sounds like compelling. Yeah. This sounds like a derivative play on the entire value of the Ethereum ecosystem. Yeah, and that's why it's a little scary because there's going to be a lot of people mad about this. You like NFTs? Well, yeah. we're putting the F in NFT. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and then we bring more hate and then, then like self-promotion and i like it I but like the, the it, difference man. is people tend not to hate shit that they hold yeah so now so, they'll hold it all yeah they have to hold it so that's interesting well, man. you got some balls i'll say you have some balls smart so you guys just smart man because it solves that bridge problem too all these other l1s that tried to like deload ethereum bridge problems you don't have a bridge problem here. Your coins is already here. You can bridge in if you want. We incentivize you to bridge in, but you don't have to because you already got a copy of all your coins here. You don't get that with any with anything else. You don't get yeah. that with Matic. You don't get that with BSC. You don't get that with XDAI on down the list. You don't get it with nothing except Pulse Chain. Interesting. Yep. Do you want to answer some questions real quick? Uh, the comments? I just need to run to the bathroom like two seconds. Sure. I'll be all right. right back. Let, me, let me check the chat here. See, guys, not only do we have 100% uptime, but I also never go to the bathroom. I think I've gone to the bathroom on stream like twice total in five years. What's up, chat? We've got 3,000 people in chat here. Good to see all you guys. I'm checking you out here. Richard, did you see we are now ranked 202 on CoinMarketCap? Wow, cool. <laughs> I don't go to that site. Pre-recorded, someone says. No, sorry, bro. Not pre-recorded. Somebody asked, what's the main obstacle to having a decentralized ETH pulse bridge? We already have one. Like, go use it. Go try it. And no, atomic swaps doesn't work. We tried. That's why no one has it. Oh, you got some good uh, questions? Um, not really. I mean, probably the good ones happened earlier. Like, we're, how far are we in now? We're two hours in, so, like, I don't know. 
and there's a delay. So like now people are just now starting to ask questions. Can you talk about the resolution for people who sacrificed incorrectly? You sacrificed the BNB version of Bitcoin, but received no Pulse X credits. Yeah, all you guys that did that, you're probably gonna be fine. So the SAC totals right now aren't showing the mercy for all the guys that sacrificed disallowed stuff. You guys are all probably gonna be very happy. So I wish that the SAC totals currently already showed that. They don't, but I th most of you guys are gonna get credit. So lucky you. You're being shown mercy out of the kindness of my heart. So appreciate it. Usually in crypto, you screw up, you don't get no take backs. It's true. I've seen too many people like send money to the wrong address. Yeah, dude, you send money to the wrong address in crypto, it's over. You get scammed, it's over. Like very rarely do you see ever somebody get made whole again. Almost never. So, so in summary, Richard Hart owned the world's largest diamond. Look how fashionable I am and skinny and I love when you say this, bro. I love yeah, because I got to bash these people in the head with it, man. Like, I tried yeah. it the other ways. I tried to sit here in a black t-shirt. Like, well, I don't know. I, was, I dressed fancy back then, too. But I just, you have to punch so hard to get noticed in this world that you really can't, you, you can't take people's advice and be like, oh, be humble. No, no. You be humble enough for both of us. I'll be awesome. It, it's, it's what people respond to, man. I just made this video with Max Kaiser at the Bitcoin yep. convention. I seen you tearing up dollars on there. Yeah, see, that got more publicity yep. than anything I've done in the past two months. Yep. Life ain't fair, bro. I got big boobs, but like, I don't give views on them. But there's a lot of girls with big boobs, man. Boy, they get views. <laughs> a lot of views. Matter of fact, I, if I go on YouTube, all I see in my story section is just big boobs. It's not because I clicked them. Maybe once or twice. <laughs> but like from the bat, that was his big moves to start with. Apparently, that's what gets engagement. Um, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a world full of more big boob content. I'm fine with it. If that's, if that's the reality that we're heading into, I'm cool with it. Because, <laughs> hey, what's the alternative? More dude content? Ugh. So, yeah, like life ain't fair, man. I wish I didn't have to put... I, I, don't, I don't even set the time on my watches. Literally, I do not set the time on my watches. They're just jewelry. It's not, is it good that I'm enslaving some Swiss guy to be staring in a microscope for like a couple days? No, that guy's back probably hurts. He should move on with his life. I got a phone that tells the time just great. But because reality's stupid and dudes only care about guns and cars and watches, well, okay, I guess I'm going to do guns and cars as watches. Like, cause I want it's like an ethical finesse. Yeah, you got to do what works, man. You know, people dressing like a clown works. All right, I'm going to dress like a clown. You know, all people care about is price. Good. I'm going to build the best price performance you've ever seen in your life. So, you know, I'm doing what works. And if, if when you do what works long enough, you get to change what people want. In the beginning, you got to give them whatever they want. But eventually, you can give them what they should want. You know, if Steve Jobs interviewed people before the iPhone launched and asked them what they wanted, a phone with no buttons, the answer would be no. We like buttons. That's how we use our phones. He had to teach them to like something different. And so you saw me doing that here. I got to teach people, look, volume is the enemy, not your friend. You don't make money on volume. Market cap, you don't make money on market cap. You make money on price. Yeah. Uh, all these cool features, a lot of times that's a tax surface. You know, and I got a, when was the best time to buy? When there was no liquidity, maximum gatekeeping. Everyone thought it was a scam. Satoshi owned all the coins. That was the best time to buy. 
but people get it backwards. So I got to de-educate and finesse and bring people to what they should want. It, it's like I've earned the ability to do that because I've earned my audience by getting it right over and over and over and over again. I call the top two cycles. Call 20K top, call 65K top. Can't get it more right. Call top of the day, Drew chart. Brag about it all the time. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I'm, other than being fat, which actually I've been on a bicycle, riding a stupid bicycle. Ugh. You fix, <sighs> I mean, fix that. I mean, what are they gonna, what are they gonna hate on you at that this. point? Look at this man. I feel like any, this shirt is the absolute worst shirt for my body. <laughs> this is the worst. This cat should have a nose. It doesn't even have a nose. Um, yeah, like, yeah, we'll get the body right. We'll get the body right. I'm on a bicycle. Today I had like a can of tuna, some cold cut ham, and some cheese, and a lot of coffee. And that's it. That's all I had. So, ain't no carbs in there. It's about consistency. Every diet works. You just got to be consistent with it. Okay. If, you want, if you want comments and engagement on the internet, here, watch this. Hey, YouTube. I would really love some diet advice from you guys. Do you have any advice on diets I might try, please? Can you put those in the comment section? <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to get a lot of comments. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get... Everybody has an opinion. Oh, you're going to get a lot of comments. Yeah. You can't say hey, anything. Did you see that video of Joe Biden just basically mumbling nonsense into the to microphone? Just Which like, one? Like his mind is lost. <laughs> I watched that and I'm like, man, whoever's talking to his earpiece left his hand on the space bar. He's getting fired. I'm not happy about that. I don't want 80-year-old presidents no more, man. I, I don't. was talking about that. Yeah, I don't. If you can't drive, you shouldn't have the nuke button. That's true. We got a lot of effective, intelligent people in the United States. Let them be in charge, man. Why we get the B team? It's like, yo, we got, we got Bill Clinton. He was good. So who's like not as good? Oh, let's get his wife. Oh, yeah, this is Joe Biden, dude. He ain't never done that good. He, he, he lost to everybody for forever. Well, let's give him a chance. Let's put the B team in, C team, D team. Why? Why? Come on, man. Like, please. How do you like his ideas, his proposals? This is, some, this is some stuff I think is funny. FTX founder, who gets people wrecked for a living, advertises in e-gaming to get kids wrecked so that when they're old enough, they can go lose all their money, margin trading. Uh, puts his name on gaming stadiums so that people that watch millionaires go bounce rubber balls around, uh, they can go get wrecked margin trading and by the way it's all derivative so you don't even have to buy real bitcoin they just make all the money <laughs> bitcoin doesn't even receive price appreciation from it awesome uh, so this guy he gives five million dollars to help biden get elected so you know what biden does oh billionaire tax we're gonna tax all the billionaires <laughs> he's like hey man you just paid for this guy to jack you you stupid what's wrong with you man and then they're gonna, he's even going to tax you on the unrealized capital gains. Oh, so we, they give you $1,400, print $14 trillion for their friends, and you get oh, triple price everything now. Gas, price up. House, price up. Food, Crazy. price up. Even lentils doubled in price. They yeah. tell you to buy lentils instead of meat. You're like, yo, lentils doubled too, man. So it's, you see guys like that, and you're like, hey, look, I don't want to get into politics. I really don't. I don't want to. Because I want everybody. I want Republican money. I want Democrat money. I want Libertarian money. I want alien money. All the monies we can get, I want all those monies. But when you see something so stupid, like you, so you're going to raise the prices of everything by just doing helicopter money, printing yeah. it like it's a joke. 
And then you're going to tax everybody when the prices go up. You're going to tax them on unrealized gains. Hey, we printed all this money, so your money ain't worth nothing no more. And because the fake value went up, because the fake number went up, we're going to tax you on that number going up now. So you unrealized capital gain on your house. Your house went up. It didn't really go up in value. If you sell your house to buy another house, it costs the same. You, you didn't get two houses. Your house didn't go up, and now you can buy two houses. No, your house went up, and everybody else's house went up, and now you could just swap sideways is all you could do. Yeah. You didn't actually gain no value. We're going to tax you. So first we steal the value of your money. Then we tax you on what we stole. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I know. I know. I think they're just pulling out every trick in the game at this point. It's just like... What's, then, the, what's the alternative that like goes bust, Well, I know, right? I know what. You don't vote for that is what I... Yeah, it, so if I see you attacking crypto, you don't get my vote. I see you trying to steal my money. You don't get my vote. I see you restricting my freedom of movement. You don't get my vote. I see you restricting my freedom of speech. You don't get my vote. And so I seen a dude, uh, Bruce Fenton, libertarian guy, had him on my stream, did a little bit of arguing. But his intentions are good. He was wrong about net neutrality, but his intentions were good. I hope he wins a seat in New Hampshire for the Senate. I hope every crypto person understands that you cannot solve politics with technology. And we do actually have to play politics to win some of these battles. And we just lost one in the EU, a big one. And it's irritating. And and it's like, oh, you know, I haven't been playing that game. I've been playing the build stuff game. And other guys that are that like, look, man, Winklevi twins, uh, Brian Armstrong, Coinbase, these guys need to spend somebody billions to save the other billions from getting regulatory wrecked. And they've been in this game for a long time, made a lot of money, spend it on some, some lobbyist man, because otherwise you're about to get regulated poorly. The EU took a hit. It's a lot of people to live there. So my advice would be like, if you don't like that crypto regulation, you might have to leave the EU. That's how it is. I know a couple loopholes. Maybe. I could teach people how to transfer value without sending coins. I got some other tricks I ain't going to tell you about. I'm going to let them shoot themselves in the foot first so they can't counteract uh, the counterplay. But, like, it's... I see things going wrong in the news so much, it makes me grit my teeth, and I I can't get around to it. I got I to gotta do Pulse Chain, Fiat OnRamp, Wallet. Then we're talking... Medical research, some more politics. Start your own country. These things they come next. Starting your country is hard. Yeah, I was gonna it's say hard. like, are you gonna buy land or like, how are you gonna do this? I think, I think the right way to attack it is with a special economic zone. So Schengen did very well in China as a special economic zone. Hong Kong did very well as a special economic zone. Uh, Dubai did very well as a special economic zone, or in it was a very large one. Um, Panama has a free port. You know, these, these ideas of where do you going to tax you? <laughs> There's no taxes here. I think it's really compelling. Yeah, and yeah. so if you, I mean, look, Disney World has their own police. So if you have a large enough, like, spot, and if you, if you had a free zone, I think you could still save on shipping because it's attached by land. Like, I think, I think that's kind of the right way to attack it. I think it beats seasteading, which is kind of high expense. And I think it beats uh, an island. And you're like, hey, everything sucks and it's slow here because we have to wait for everything because everything comes by boat and it's slow. And, like, you know, you're never going to have, like, if you've been to the Bahamas and you've been to Miami, 
product availability of everything in Miami is superior. Everything. So you're at a disadvantage structurally on an island. It still might work, but like, it depends on what your goal is, like what kind of scale you're trying to reach, you know? Um, yeah. That, that just has to wait. And the other thing is like my audience is all dudes. So <laughs> you're going to have to want to be on an island with a bunch of other dudes because like... <laughs> Crypto in general. Though. It's going to be dude island pretty much. Yeah. Um, that, that one's going to have to come later. Of course. I look like a meme lord. This outfit looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Wait, what dude. brand is it? This is Dolce Gabbana. I got everything, man. I got to check it out. Hey, everybody. Hey, haters. Check that out. <laughs> check it, haters. You got the full. I got this. I got the sweater. I got the pants. I got a shirt. I got the silk shirt, but it was like the buttons are like, no, Richard, help us. And then uh, the hat, everything. They sent it to you for free or? You Hell no. Don't nobody give me nothing free, man. They beat me <laughs> up. Full boat, full retail, man. Yeah. I get it though, man. You have a big following, right? So, in crypto, I have a big following. In the rest of the world, I do not. Yeah, that's opportunity. So, look, there was a time when Joe Rogan he had no followers. There was a time. Now he's got lots. You know, like if you look at my social blade and see the hockey stick of how quick I'm on ramping new users, whatever I'm doing is working, man. I mean, I, I'm putting on like it used to be like a thousand new users a day. I'm not sure where it's at now. If I had a guess, yeah, you have like um, maybe. You make a video. Your engagement's pretty high. Trust me, bro. Like if you look at my tweets, Russell Brand makes a tweet, thirty responses. He's got eleven million followers. Uh, Twelve million followers. Uh, Richard Branson. He makes a tweet, twenty responses. If I make a tweet, one fifty, every time. No comparison. I get way more engagement than Russell Brand with millions of followers. So my two hundred thousand followers is worth like. 50x their weight it's interesting it really is i don't know yeah, whether twitter just don't show their tweets or whether they just feed them new users for a laugh that that like they make you follow people when you sign up they're like hey follow somebody here follow this guy maybe they're doing that to them i'm not sure exactly but uh i think a lot of them buy followers too maybe i don't think i don't think richard branson bought any followers bro probably not richard branson but yeah i mean i don't know i mean look yeah, the, more engaged. yeah like there are fake people out there for sure but i just hey man I mean, look, Elon just tweeted this. He was like, hey, is Twitter dead? Elon's shady, by the way, a little bit. If he says something, you watch the opposite. So he's like, we ain't never going to sell Bitcoin that we receive for our cars. But actually, we're going to sell a few hundred million of it to Tesla liquidity. You're like, hey, man, you say you're never going to sell it. You sold yeah. the hell out of it. What's going on with that? Oh, we're going to let you accept We're going to accept this for cars. Oh, and then, ah, we ain't going to let you use it for cars anymore. We discovered it used energy. Oh, you, the rocket scientist, just discovered Bitcoin used energy? You lying, dude. Should I should I sell my shares to pay tax? He was going to do that anyway because he needed money to execute his purchase options. And so he pumped the price down, executed his options at the lower price. You're like, bro, you've been a little shady with your manipulation here. And then today he's like, he just bought 9.7% of Twitter or 9.2. Yeah. And he's he can max out at like 14.9 contractually because he's on the board. You signed an agreement with him. And, uh, and he's like, is Twitter dying? So let me get this right, man. You on a board of directors of Twitter, you just bought 9.2% of it, and you tweeting with a blue check mark next to you, is Twitter dying? He's trying Guess to what, get homie? that 14. Guess what, homie? You going to that 14. <laughs> yeah, he's going no to No doubt. 
we're going to see those filings that you just acquired some more while you're talking crap about it publicly. <laughs> that I don't, I'm not a real fan of that. So you never see me, anything I'm involved with, you don't see crap like that, man. You don't see fake partnerships. You don't see price predictions. Anything I built or invented, you don't see nothing like that, man. Clean, tight, beautiful, honest. He's a little bit shady with that. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. He, he keeps I mean, doing it. He, You're like, he throws around his social currency like nothing. It's a big, powerful thing. So it's like... It's not good, man. Like... There's no reason to, if you're a technologist, don't promote bad technology. Like Dogecoin is not good technology. It's not, it's bad technology. It's a fork of Litecoin. Litecoin is also bad technology. It's a fork of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is not good technology either. Used to be, now it got better. So everybody's watching, follow me. Richard Hart went on Twitter, Richard Hart on YouTube, Richard Hart official on Instagram. Could use some more people there. Only 45K yeah. there. Definitely girls me there. too. Alex on crypto, man. Alex on crypto. I was ripping money like two days ago. People are hating on me for it, but it's cool because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've never done it. No, I did it once, but I kept the bills. You can send them to the bank to get them put back together. So if yeah, you have I think, like uh, a, one of my friends picked it up and yeah. like taped it back together. It, yep. wasn't, it was just a statement. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like statement. losing money, man. <laughs> if I tear up a like, bill, fuck, I'm picking the pieces back up and it's going to the bank and getting replaced. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I'm not, not going like to lose that money straight. Views, 250 yeah. views. You, you pay much more for Google AdWords, right? Nah, man, because Google AdWords don't let no crypto through unless you scam an exchange and you reckon people with margin trading. You can buy the ads you want. But if you're just a really actually good cryptocurrency, can't buy ads. No license. They want to see that license. Yeah, the yeah the exchange license. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because Where, where does a decentralized point. cryptocurrency go to get an exchange license? It's not yeah. available. It's stupid. Bro, I, I had a great talk, man. sometimes. <laughs> so we covered, we covered uh, the social. Yeah, go to pulsechain.com, everybody. It's the world's largest airdrop. It's important. Test it. Check it out. And uh, we're close, man. We're close. So you better yeah, be getting testing it. it up and learning. I'll make, I'll make some videos. Uh, I'll launch uh, on our website. I believe right. what you're doing, man. Good stuff, bro. I like what you're doing. I, I'm, I'm attacking it from a different perspective, though. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, hype it up. I'm just going to say my honest opinion. But ultimately, the risk, in my opinion, outweighs, I mean, the, the reward outweighs the risk by far. Um, I've already made how a lot you, of money. How you got risk on free? <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. I guess it's scary for people like me that, like, you know, like that the reason why no other influencer wants to talk about it, right? This, this, this reputation thing. But honestly, I don't care. So um, We already you know, won, I mean, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like we already won. How yeah. much money got sacrificed? We yeah, yeah, already I won. I know. I know. There's I know. no doubt. Trust me, I know. That's why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. It's good talking to you, man. Keep good it real. Good talking to you too, man. I appreciate you giving me a shot on an, inter uh, an interview on your channel. Maybe you can come on mine one day. All right, sounds good. Talk to you later, man. Yes, sir. Chat. Have a good one, man. All right, everybody. I'm heading out. You guys have been amazing. And I recorded this in 8K. It turns out that my camera doesn't overheat when I record in 8K, but I stuck a fan on it just for luck. But the thing about the 8K is it takes like, if I upload this to YouTube, it will take them days to process it. I'm going to upload it for a laugh just for fun, but I'm pretty sure it will take days to process. So just another test. I tested this maybe six, eight months ago.